For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Schmodown Backstage. It's Tuesday. It's free agency week. Huge things coming down the pipeline this Friday, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Going to be absolutely nuts. Uh, you have all of the biggest players in the league selecting where they are going to go. You, you have managers uh, conniving and trying to get a leg up on each other. It, it should be very dramatic. should be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see how, how it all goes down. So many articles being posted, uh, blog posts and, and Facebook posts about you know people, what they think is going to happen. So um, tons and tons and tons of question marks, and I can't wait to see how it all breaks down. So be sure to tune in this Friday for the Schmodown free agency special. But this is backstage. This is backstage. We react to what's going on in the world. We predict. We talk about it. Uh, I am here. Of course, I will have the support of my engineer, Dwayne, as well as Ben Goddard today, plus a great slew of guests we'll be bringing in. Uh, The first of which coming on in a few minutes will be the uh, 2020 Schmodown Player of the Year, Jeff, the Insnider. Snyder won half of the team of the year, the odd couple. Uh, Just a treasure. Just a treasure of a human being. Uh, somebody who always brings it, brings the heat, uh, and he should be a lot of fun. We'll be talking to Jeff kind of about his plans for this next year. Of course, his upcoming number one contender match with dangerous Dan Merle that's going to be coming down uh, pretty soon. So that's that's exciting. I think, you know, it's one of the big matchups. Nobody's ever seen Jeff Snyder play against Dan Merle before. Uh, and it's interesting when you look at the vets of the league, the people that have been around for a few seasons and have played in those title matches, um, there's not a whole lot of combinations of those big elite players that have never played before. Uh, Jeff Snyder and Dan Merle, that's one of those big combinations that I think everybody has always had a little bit of a you know question mark about and, and, and wondered about. So I would love to know, um, what do you guys think? Uh, who do you think is going to take that match, Snyder or Merle? But uh, most importantly, later in the show, after we speak to the player of the year himself, we're going to be bringing on a few different rookies. We're going to be bringing on Amaru Moses. We're going to be bringing on Jayla Rocks. We're going to be bringing on Jacob Blunden. Um, we have a whole bunch of questions to ask these rookies. We are going to be talking to them a little bit about their season, what, they, what they're thinking, um, obviously hoping that they get drafted, considering they are on the draft list. 
And finally, at the end of it, as promised from last week with the donations that we have last week going towards it, um, we wanted to get to our $600 goal for today's show. We'll put that 120 from last week towards it. So we need to hit about 480 today. And if we do it, I'll be bringing on four different rookies, possibly even a fifth because I, I wasn't able to book a fifth rookie. I'll be honest. I reached out to a handful of rookies and a number of them told me, you know what? I don't think I want to go out there and try this quiz thing because I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure how I want that to work. Uh, I don't know if I want to put myself out there for that, which I understand. I get it. It's ballsy. Look, it's an opportunity to, to, to show your stuff. Uh, and some people didn't want to do it. So I was able to book four. Uh, but if, if one of those rookies who is confirmed, who's on the draft list is actually in the show today and is watching, who's watching the show as we air live, you guys can let me know. Um, you can send a message. We can try to get you on as that fifth spot. But the only way we're going to be able to run this match, of course, is if you guys get in your Streamlabs, you get in your super chats and we, we generate that 480 on today's goal to be able to hit that. So we can bring on and do this fatal five way or at the least a fatal four way. I've got a great set of questions, all varying levels of difficulty written. I, I reviewed them this morning. I'll be honest, several of them I missed on first pass. So uh, it definitely, I, I think there's some curveballs in there, uh, but there's some pretty high level players uh, in, in those rookies that we'll be talking to a little later in the show. So a quick reminder for everybody here, uh, the Schmobot is on. If you want to get it in there, streamlabs.com slash, is it streamlabs.com slash the Schmodown or Schmodown? I should have this written down in front of me. I really should, because I make this mistake every single week. Goddard, help me out here. Streamlabs. The Schmodown. Streamlabs.com slash the Schmodan. Get in your Streamlabs. Uh, the Schmobot is on, or if you donate $30 in Super Chat, the Schmobot is on there as well. So uh, say whatever you want. I hope you guys troll Snyder. It's always a good time. He'll definitely be trolling me. That's just what Snyder does. Uh, I was uh, lucky enough to have him on the Action Guys on Sunday night. And uh, most of the conversation just evolved into us talking about him thinking how dumb the Intergeekdom division is, which, uh, you know, that's a Snyder classic. It's a, a Snyder fastball special, we'll say. Uh, so, you know, hopefully we, we avoid going down that road with Jeff today, but we will be talking to him about all of his exploits, all of his big wins. The other thing I want to tell you guys is that going into this next season, we will be getting three pay-per-views a month. That's right. Three different pay-per-views a month, as well as three matches a week. So 12 matches a month. And the way we're doing that is with your support. So patreon.com slash schmodown is the best way to support that. Um, if you guys, if you guys want to uh, support what we're doing, go to patreon.com slash schmodown. That $10 tier is really the sweet spot. Like that's your, that's your streaming service of the movie trivia schmodown. You get access to all of the matches. You get all of the pay-per-views, all the exhibition matches, everything extra that we do. You guys get early. It's a ticket to every single pay-per-view. It's far and away the best value you can possibly get. I pay, I pay, uh, $69.99 for, I think, the most expensive streaming service that I pay for, and I get a, a fraction of the content. Uh, we're talking about tons and tons and tons and tons of content in the Movie Trivia Schmodown, so um, I highly recommend it. It is, it is a great thing to do if you're a fan of the show, uh, and of course, you know, hit that subscribe button. Hit the thumbs up button on this video as well. It's one other thing that does help these videos do a little better if you guys manage to hit that thumbs up button while we're talking here. So, I want to know, before we bring on Jeff Snyder, what you guys think is going to be happening this Friday. It's a huge one. The, the, the free agency special, for those that don't know exactly what's going on this weekend, uh, all of the eight faction managers were given the opportunity to retain three players of their choice. Now, the faction championship winner, Shannon Barney, the queen of corruption, she got her first pick to solidify her three players. So that was going to be Mike Kalinowski, Chance Ellison, and Adam Collins, the, the current single champion of the world. Uh, she got to do that before anybody else had any opportunity to talk to or solidify any player. Now, the other spots, the other 21 spots in the seven factions combined, 
Those all are going to be announced live on Friday. I will be announcing where I'm going, uh, as will John Roca, as will uh, Dan Merle, as will all of the other players. So all of the other players that you would imagine um, will all be announcing where we are going and the factions we're signing with. And those managers, some of them are going to probably find out on the spot where people decided to go. So it should be very, very exciting. Uh, this will be phase one of, of the rosters being formed because, of course, in the following week on the uh, 29th, the 29th of January, that's correct, right? I'm not making that up, the 29th? Yeah, the 29th of January, we're going to be getting the draft special as well. So it's just like last year, it'll be a live draft. Everybody who didn't get signed to one of those rosters, those initial 24 spots will be available at the draft. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see. Uh, according to Christian, you know, rosters can be up to 12 deep. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll see what people do. There'll be more importance placed on the Star Wars division this year, as Christian has talked about. Um, other cool stuff that has been breaking this week, you know, when Christian came on the show a couple of weeks ago, we were able to talk a little bit about some of those changes. One of the things that Christian posted in the Facebook group yesterday was the timeout rule. It's an excerpt from the rule book he decided to share publicly. And uh, it's a 30 second timeout. You know, it's we've been talking about it for a long time. It's something that we wanted to do. Well, the timeout rule has now been officially confirmed. A 30 second timeout is going to be available to us to be used in any round as long as you're not in the middle of being asked a question or, you know, using your time to think about it. But otherwise, you can use your 30 second timeout at any point in time. You can psych other players out talk to your manager, whatever you want to do. It's a big ad. It's a huge uh, update in addition to the league. Uh, and, and, I, and I'm and i very, very excited about it. Uh, in the chat here, we have William the Beast Bibiani, uh, one of the legends of the game who um, obviously, as you guys know, had a huge hand in writing this rule book. Um, once all of the sort of rough drafts and initial legal jargon was posed to someone, somebody had to go in and literally assemble all of the parts and write a cohesive, actual, functional rule book we were going to use. Uh, that was Bibiani who did that. That was that was his that was his undertaking, and as somebody who did the rough in the first place, which had a lot less attention to detail than Bibbs' version is going to have, uh, I know how much work that was. Uh, it's an enormous undertaking, and Bibbs is an incredible writer, so much more much more uh, fitting to have him actually handle a task like that than uh, than, than a, a writing peasant like myself. Um, but I was glad at least to be able to contribute some ideas to ultimately this final product that uh, we can all thank Bibbs for, for being the guy that did. Um, there's, a lot, there's a lot of good stuff in there. The timeout rule is really awesome. I think you guys, uh, my understanding is that patrons are going to get access to that rule book first. Uh, and then obviously after that, after everybody gets access, the, the patrons getting access to the rule book, uh, the rest of the league will as well. Uh, you know, Christian will make it available to everybody. So we all kind of know how it works. Mm. You guys can pour over it. Um, so, uh, David McKay, can you time out during your opponent's round two? Um, I have to be honest. I have to, I have to go and read the rule book very, very carefully and memorize certain passages so I can reference them by memory during matches. Uh, I plan to do that. I, I plan to have my favorite passages memorized so I can cite them like legal. Um, but in the, in, in this exact current moment, I don't have those passages memorized. So I don't exactly know how all of the things work yet. Um, but uh, but it'll be very interesting for you guys to find out. Uh, just a quick uh, shout out to everybody here, guys. There's 70 likes on this video and there's 200 live viewers already. So can you guys just do me a favor and hit that thumbs up button? We have big guests coming on today. It's going to be a great show. I want to make sure this video does very, very well. So let's continue to hit that thumbs up. That would be awesome. Um, I'd love to read a couple Streamlabs and Super Chats here with people responding uh, already to those initial questions before we bring on Jeff Snyder, our first guest, who I am going to text right now just to make sure 100% that Snyder is on board. And coming on time, what do we got, Goddard? 
Uh, dear Benjamin Bateman, uh, this is from Dave Dr- uh, Drenau. Uh, right. You are obvious the best dressed man in the Schmodown. <clears throat> what? Uh, but what if you signed with the dungeon and Kaiser said no suits in the dungeon? <laughs> what would you wear to matches? Would you draw inspiration from Jeff Snyder? Parenthesis yum. Uh, well, we can ask Snyder about it when he comes on the show, but uh, I think the answer to your question, Dave, is that, uh, look, whatever whatever faction manager I decide to go with, there will have to be certain, you know, there will have to be certain adjustments made to whatever the, the vibe or the affect of that manager and, and also ultimately my partner uh, brings to the table. You know, I can't just I, I can't just mold wherever I go in my image. Um, but at the same time, I'm never not going to wear a suit. So uh, whoever I sign with can blow me. Um, you know, no shade, but I, I'm, I'm going to wear a suit. That's just what I'm you can't say blow me and then say no shade. Those, I mean, look, two, I, those two sentiments do not go together, my I friend. Apo- I apologize if that's an, if that's an inappropriate sentiment. Uh, I, norm- I normally don't speak that way, but look, you, you struck a nerve with that one, Dave. Hey, uh, you know what? Johnny Damon cut his hair for the Yankees. I'm just going to say that. I need a haircut if that's what you're getting at. <laughs> um... Benjamin Gabriel with the next two on Super Chat. Hope this helps get these rookies on. Can we get Snyder in to make it a five-way? I mean, I don't think we are allowed to have Jeff Snyder or any Schmodown people play against uh, rookies. I think it's a bad, it's a bad situation for everyone. I think uh, we could really, I think we could really go down a, a rabbit hole there. So I don't think so. Um, but I'm sure if I posed it to Jeff, he would say yes because he would insist he would beat everybody. So. The only uh, thing I want to know is has Dwayne said anything creepy on the show today? Jeff Snyder's here. Jeff, Jeff Snyder Snyder's is in the here. house. Is Jeff Snyder on air or is he just speaking to me? I think they uh, can. No, hear he's him. he's on air. They can hear him. Oh <laughs> uh, wow, Snyder coming in. Snyder coming in from uh, from the high heavens. Look at this guy. What up, Jeff, dog? It's good to see you. It's good to see you. It feels like it's been a long time. It's been two days since you uh, you assaulted my ears for an hour last time I had you on a been show. Been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. Uh. Congratulations on Player of the Year, Snyder. Thank you very much, Benjamin. You know, I truly appreciate it, even though you were probably the troll in the YouTube comments explaining why Adam Collins was so deserving of this award and what a tragedy of Schmodown Awards history that I, Jeff Snyder, was given this award. Let me ask you just for a quick second here, you know, all all of your attitude aside, you've been in the Schmodown a long time. What does it mean to you to actually be celebrated as the best player in the game for a season of this game? I mean, truly... Celebrated. Never thought it would happen. Never thought it would happen because I was the heel. And I mean, I still kind of am the heel, right? After all that inner geekdom talk the other night. But yeah. uh, like, you know, people love to root against me. And I think this yeah. season, what happened was the villain just charmed your pants off. You all look down. You're like, oh, damn, where did my pants go? Because I charmed your pants off and the league fell in love with me this year. Didn't they, Dwayne? Didn't you? I mean, I, I always like you, so my pants were <laughs> already like gone. Too, the league fell in love with Jeff Snyder this year. Put it on a T-shirt. Uh, it, it could be exciting for all of us. I didn't plan for it, but that's love, baby. It just blossoms. I, I laid the seeds out, and it grows on its own. Look, you've won the title with two different times. You've won the title with with three different times with teams, plus your however many crazy number of defenses you've now had. 
Do you feel like, you know, that team's, that team's mountain has been climbed enough that the only thing that you're setting your sights on at this point is just the singles belt? I mean, you have this match with Dan Merle coming up. Uh, I do. I mean, I don't see it. Like, I, I don't care. Like, I, I don't see it as, oh, I've climbed this mountain. What, why even bother focusing on this mountain? Uh, you know, and, and let's go climb this other mountain that's perceived to be more important. Like, this is my mountain. This is my mountain, and I'm here to defend it. So bring it. All right. Uh, any, any, any thoughts? Uh, how do you feel about Dan Merle as a player getting ready for this, this number one contender? Dan match? Merle is one of the greats. Absolutely. Is he the greatest of all time? He will be the greatest of all time as soon as he beats me. The second that match is over and it's, you know, uh, Dan Merle gets another title shot against Adam Collins, then I will concede. You'll see me concede in the interview, depending on how things go, of course. You'll see me concede that Dan Merle is the GOAT. But you know what? Until he does it, I don't have it in me to just give him that title. How do I know? He hasn't beaten me. Look, it's a fair point, Jeff. Um, it's a fair point you make. I think that the the titles he's won are probably the thing that would determine that in most people's eyes. But like, what you're look saying, at who the, look at who the titles are against. They're not against Adam Collins. Like I would have gotten a title shot against Dan Merle and beaten Dan Merle because he did not play very well and missed some real gimmies. I thought in the final against Collins, I would have beaten Dan Merle if this year's tournament was four rounds, right? Like it normally is. Instead, there was a fifth round and a whole bunch more competitors. It was the toughest tournament there's ever been. Okay. And I got sure. to the finals against this robot assassin, Adam Collins. Okay. So Jeff Chris let me tell you, I would have this had been in the hey, past, Bennett, I would have won the title. Tomorrow night it all goes down. Are you afraid you should be what up Snyder Goddard and Dwayne? I don't know what that is. I don't know. It was a, it was a schmobot. I have a feeling it was from Chris Woodburn is my guess. Uh, that's what I'm, that's what I'm guessing. Cause I'm uh, in a little scrimmage. A little, I love, little... I love Chris Woodburn, but it's yeah. just, come on. He interrupted your thoughts. You had an important thought you were saying there. The world needed yeah. to hear. Exactly. This is the middle of an interview. You can't just schmobot your way in it. Schmobot, the guys, of schmobot the crap out of Snyder. Let's get him riled yes, up. Please. Last time, last time we had to cut him off the show. Cause he started swearing. Don't do it. Snyder. I'm not going to swear. Okay. I don't need to swear. <laughs> right. Okay. Excellent. Uh, Chris Woodburn said, Hey Ben, it's your boy C-Dub tomorrow night. If it all goes down, are you afraid? Uh, you should be. What up Snyder, Goddard and Dwayne. I'm playing in a, in a five round uh, scrimmage on my Patreon with, uh, with C-Dub Listen, tomorrow I night. like Chris Woodburn. Great guy. Great guy. Chris, I wish you the best of luck. I hope that you embarrass Ben Bateman. Do I think Ben Bateman's going to wipe the floor with you? Probably. But you know what? I think you had the balls to get in the ring, just like I had the balls to get in the ring with Uva Bowl. I didn't expect to beat up Uva Bowl. Guy's a professional boxer. Okay, you go in there, you take your licks like you're supposed to, and just try to put on a good showing. Like I got to the second round of my fight. All you got to do is push Ben Baben to answer his five pointer, and you will have earned the respect of your peers here. But you know, Ben Baben's probably gonna win. What do you want me to say? Wow, Snyder, you're 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 such a you're an enigma. You give me compliments sometimes. I don't I don't see him coming. I don't know what Against to expect. Chris Woodburn, he's not in the league yet. Yeah, he's unproven, fair. an unproven talent. He's good though. I've watched a lot of his fan matches. Chris oh, I good. like Chris Woodburn. He has potential. You know, he could is he in the draft this year? Because if he is, he could very well wind up a star. Uh, I, he is not. Uh, it was not released on the draft list that is currently out. There's, uh, I think, uh, some there's another list though coming, right? Yeah, another one coming. I haven't seen it. I don't know who's on, on there. I'm just saying he could be a deep sleeper for the stars. Don't think I haven't put him on my list. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Snyder. He's the, I, he, I'm sure he loves to hear that. Uh, so look, yeah, I, I agree with you. You did, you did very well this year. It was a, it was a tough tournament. You had to play the extra round, which uh, in any given normal season, your five wins in a row would have just won you a title straight up. Right. Normally. Dan Merle, who did he beat guys like Roca and Kalinowski? Is that who we're talking about? That like, that's like half of his title wins, right? People like that. People like that. <laughs> Saying, John, uh, John Roga hasn't beaten me. Is that true? Have, has he, he never been in, in the celebrity match, which is doesn't count? But in one on one, Roka's never beaten you. Or in teams, he's never beaten you in teams either. I don't believe so. Wow, John must hate John like, must John must hate that. Just like who are these? But who, like who are these wins really against? Let's really put Dan Merle's like record under the microscope. It's not that impressive. Did Dan I mean, Merle ever beat like McWeeny? I don't have his match history in front of me here. Somebody, some nerd bring it up because you know what? I'm telling you, you put that thing under the microscope. It's not going to hold up. Guys, get in your stream labs and super chats for Jeff Snyder here. I recommend you harass him with Shmobots. Uh, remember, we uh, we have our we have our total from last week. If we can get to the including last week's total, six hundred, we're gonna have the four way fan match. Uh, not fan match, a four way rookie match. We have rookies coming on the show a little later in the show to be interviewed to see what they've got. We're gonna see them all going up against each other. So uh, if you guys are watching, you want to see that, make sure to get in your donations so we can make it happen. Um, Goddard, what do we have as far as stream labs and super chats right now? Uh, not too much, honestly. Here, let me get some super chats real quick. Um, and people, uh, Bibbs in the chat is saying that uh, Dan beat Bibbs, and I've beaten Jeff three times and knocked him out once. I like that. Of course, like Bibiani's here. Bibiani is my kryptonite. Okay, this guy, <laughs> he's the only per. I've told you this, Bibbs, or if, if not, I've said it publicly. Bibbs and guys like Bibbs and McWeeny are the only people who scare me because they are film critics. Okay even more so than I am. And they see everything. McWeeny sees everything. Maybe you can't remember everything, but he sees everything. Dan Merle, I don't know that he's, that he's on that level for me. I don't, he doesn't, he just has never scared me. Like I know the movies Dan Merle is watching. Right. So well, even him beating uh, Ethan Irwin. That's an impressive win, but you know, I, I could have beaten Irwin twice. You know, I, I lost pretty closely the first time. So I don't think Irwin is like this unstoppable force. Same with Oyama. I played terrible in the New York match against Oyama. What would my record be against Oyama if, if, if I had won that? Like, these, you know, Irwin Oyama, very, very good players. Are they the top players? No, I think Bibiani's better than both of them. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, Jeff. Uh, we always remember the ones that we yeah, lost. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. But like, I'm just saying, you're asking me for my professional rankings and who scares me, and I would put guys like Bibiana McWeeny over Oyama and Irwin. That's a good, so that's okay. We're on a good track here. Cause now I want to know this. You, you're the player of the year. You have the right right now to rank the league. You can do it. So if who's the, who's the number one player in the league scares you. Bibiani's number one for you. Okay. Yes. Number Bibiani. two. Who's number two. Active players. So no McWeeny, no yeah, Levine. He's not active. No yeah. Christian. Levine McQueen are not active. She's not active. Oof. Who scares me? Uh, got Collins. I, got Irwin. Yeah. I mean, it's Collins. It's definitely Collins. But you put Bibiani ahead of Collins. Uh, would I put Bibiani ahead of Collins? It's a good question. I might. I might. That's like, that's your top two right there. Irwin's probably right up there for you, I'm guessing. Irwin and Oyama right there. You're right there. Roka's right there. I think that those are all like, 
another, not, but not Dan Merle. Tier below Bibiani and Adam Collins, and but I think Dan. Dan Merle are maybe on a tier above the four of you fucking guys. Oops, sorry. Whoops. It's oh, it slipped. It slipped. So Merle and Bibiani. All right, that's your that's your big two. That's the guys that you have the most respect for, and then yes. Collins. Yeah. No, Col- no Collins and Bibiani. Ben Merle. Oh, Merle's lower than Merle's this Merle's just accomplished a lot in the league. Listen, Merle is great. No question. But, like, is he just the undisputably greatest? Like, Tom Brady is the indisputably greatest player? No, he's not for me. Well, look, you're gonna. It's 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 all a lot of talk. It's good. It's good to see that you're fired up. You're uh, you're excited for the match. I know you. You won't do a single second of studying or preparation for this match. No, you're gonna if go he into puts it. Harry Potter on the wheel. I'm screwed. If he puts James Bond on the wheel, I'm screwed. Any of that inner geekdom crap. Like if I spin it, I'm screwed. It's uh, it's amazing. You say it. You say it so specifically. It's almost like you're. Uh, it's almost like you're baiting someone to do something against you. No, I'm. See. <laughs> Like if I was a smarter player, maybe, but uh, I'm just a wild man. Yeah, look, you're, but you're, you're, you are who you are. You're the player of the year. So, all right, let's pivot off of you for a second. I'll come back to the Dan thing in a bit here, guys. Remember, getting your streamlabs, getting your super chats for Jeff while we have him. The odd couple, two-time team champs, you and Mark and Draco. Um, somebody who's become a good friend of mine. I really like Mark a lot. Um, yeah, he's great, dude. Great dude. I've been uh, so lucky in this league between him and JTE. Wow, they, they spoil me. What's it mean to you to be two-time champs with that guy, to have gone through it? And I, f- I feel like, and you can tell me if I'm wrong here, a team that I feel like was a little counted out against some of the flashy teams in times, but you guys stuck together, you stuck it out, and you climbed, you kept beating those teams. You'd kind of go in with that, like, edge of an underdog, and you'd constantly win. What's it mean to do it with him? Uh, it's special because I was a fan. Like Sam Levine and McWeeny, these are guys who I knew ahead of time, like I, I knew before. And, and Mark Andreco. I'm not a big comic book guy, obviously. <laughs> and Mark's torso comic is so great. His graphic novel, um, you know, it, it's just, it was one of the handful of, of actual things that I've read like that. Uh, and so I had immense re- respect for him. And, and when they paired me with him, I was like, wow, I'm going to actually, you know, be teammates with this guy who I admire uh, and, and am a fan of. And he just proved to be like the sweetest guy. And he really... Um, compliments me quite nicely. He knows the, the the comic book stuff and the musicals and and these categories that I just like don't bother studying or care about. Uh, you know, it's my job to get everything else. Um, and yeah, so you know, I but like we couldn't have done it without Roxy either. I think if it was just Mark and I without Roxy, like she's just like the perfect balance. You know, and we are the odd couple. Like it's, we, it's on paper. I don't think we make a lot of sense, but uh, when we're out there on the field together, it just, just flows, baby. It's fun to watch. Um, obviously, I've got to, I've gotten to play some matches against you and that team. A very memorable match. The biggest schmodown crowd of all time. We got to collectively headline that event, which was pretty exciting. They were definitely there for me. Just for the record. It, yes, I. You were. You were wearing that tiny Bears jersey. You weirdo. <laughs> the hell you were doing uh but look it was a great great match uh, obviously we disappointing to lose the way that we lost but still a great memory and then obviously we played you earlier uh, in the season this last season uh back when i was a, on a team with with Mark yeah, your event. way to go I had, had to post a new points record though to do it ben bateman it was a hell of a match it was a hell of a match you, you uh, brought your a plus game anything less you would have lost yeah and then looking back at our five-pointer asking about the plot of the movie contagion is uh pretty 
pretty weird now looking back all that time ago on the final one of the final tape days in a studio yeah i'd say your timing was pretty lucky yeah that's a it's a weird movie to watch right now have you watched it since since we've been in this hell no i mean i watched it yeah at the start of it like when yeah. everybody was watching contagion like the week you were asked the question it's a it's weird how accurate it is uh it's it's pretty creepy but anyway uh good good matches against you snyder always have enjoyed playing against you hopefully maybe, maybe you'll get the chance this season Look, hopefully you're going to need are... a really good teammate. And I still haven't heard of anyone willing to sign with you. So, yeah, that's what you say. That's what you say. Uh, we'll see. Look, man, everybody's everybody's wondering what people are going to do on Friday. And I'll tell you something. You are the current team's champion. Uh, there's a lot of confidence. All the blogs, all the sites, all everybody talking about. They think that you are going to go back and you're going to sign with the stars. There's a lot of faith in this that you and Mark are going to sign with the stars. However, it's still your decision live on air to make that decision. And Tom has been talking some big game. Dagnino seems to think he's got Snyder. Look at that smile. And I think everybody wonders, is there going to be a big swerve? You know, any, can you share any insight with us? No. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. All I know is Friday could be explosive. There could be, you know, stars explode. Stars explode. They implode sometimes. (laughs) Who knows what could happen with a star? So uh, this is this is what I think, uh, Jeff, not specifically about your situation, but all the managers have been talking to each other behind the scenes, all the players and everybody's kind of, you know, planning. And I think we all think we know what everyone else is going to do. We all kind of have a pretty strong sense of it. But I also know Christian Harloff and I know that he likes to put on a show. He's a gamer. I have a feeling there's going to be one curveball that we all thought we knew and we didn't see coming. Like something a big, that's like a big one that's going to shake it up. And maybe it's you. Maybe it's you, Jeff. And you know what, Ben Bateman? Maybe it's you. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Maybe it's you. Maybe. Oh, my God. Maybe it's us. Snyder, you've been very clear about what would need to happen for me to be your teammate. And so uh, I'm not sitting out this season uh, from the team's division. I'm not going to do it. Uh, now, you've made that offer. You've made it clear. But uh, I'm not going to offer do it. if you ask me. Yeah, would, what, you, what you, would you like to win a title in the next two years? Guaranteed. So, guys, uh, Jeff Snyder has uh, made the generous offer to me that if I sit out from the team's division for this next season, the whole season, provided he's not the reigning champion at the end of the season, he would join me as my teammate wherever I was the following season. He's made this offer. He believes it. He says it earnestly and honestly. He believes it's a good offer. Not going to do it. Uh all right next question Uh, if you were going to take and this is hypothetical because i know this is going to piss you off if you were going to take the time and invest in either inner geekdom or star wars which division would you try first inner geekdom i'd rather i'd rather gouge my eyes out before i watch another star wars movie (laughs) you just yeah you're not a big fan of star wars no it is it is the worst there you have it, guys. Star Wars is the worst. <laughs> uh, coming from Jeff Snyder himself. Um, do we have... Uh, I, I know we have one or two... Um, we have one or two uh, Super Chats here. I'd like to read the ones that we have. Yeah, I got you. Uh, Snyder, I hate to say it, but I vote for you to beat Dan. You frustrate me sometimes, but you are too damn good from Benjamin Gabriel. That's a good player. Ben Gabriel. Sweet of you. Uh, Dusty Corbett. The kid has been good for way too long. I don't know why, but I feel like he leaves Bibbs and teams up with Bateman. I don't know where they go. Maybe the dungeon. 
no, Ben Bateman has to be uh, the good looking one on his, on his team. <laughs> Sorry. I lost you there for a second. What was the super chat? Uh, I heard Snyder's jerk comment, but what was it? Uh, he's saying the kid, uh, he seeing that he might see the kid uh, leaving bibs and teaming up with you to go to the dungeon. There was a report earlier in the season. Did you guys see that report that, uh, that the kid was considering leaving? It was like I a got- month ago. It came from, I think it came from repeat the question podcast that would, that uh, the kid was being, was being courted the to kid leave. It is not a fool. He's not leaving Bibiani. Okay. Yeah. They, they compliment each other too well. Yeah. I'm just saying Listen, it was Ben it. Bateman. Here's things that I know about this league. Ben Bateman has to be the best looking person on his team. Uh, so, you know, the, the kid that, that's a close competition. Uh, he's an actor after all, after all, Handsome I kid. think you're going to go. I think you wind up with uh, spider. Spider. Shazam has lost two matches and they've both been title matches. <laughs> yeah. I think you wind up with Robert Parker. Ben. That's my, that's going to be my, that's going to be my teammate. Big and little thunder and lightning. <laughs> I like, I mean, Parker's a nice kid. He's a nice kid. He's good. What do you mean? He's real good. If you think you can do better than him, I invite you to try. What else? What else we got? Got her. Uh, fool's Gill. Only reason you don't like IG or Star Wars, Jeff, because not even Roxy can save you with her speeches and sexy numbers. Have some respect. Talking that mess will hurt negotiations with IG and Star Wars players. Why? Why would it hurt? Like that's why I'm drafting them. That's why I'm giving them with Roxy a job. Like because you are the IG person. You are the Star Wars person, or whatever. Like I got teams and singles covered. If you if you can you know mount a if you end up being like some phenom, phenom like uh, Adam Collins, then by all means, steal the spot from me. But yeah, you're here to compete in IG because I'm not. You know, Snyder, the thing that's the best about you is sometimes I think that you say things to be obnoxious, but then I listen to you long enough and I realize that you're just saying them to be truthful because yeah. you believe everything you say. You're a real talent. Oh. Real oh. talent. What else we got, guys? Uh, Mr. Torrance, Jeff gives better promos than Roka in his sleep. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh dave drenow dear jeff snyder you're obviously the best team player in the history of the schmodown what if years down the road you had to pair with ben bateman how would you handle bateman he seems like he's hard to work with I, why do people say i'm hard to work with that's ridiculous i have not heard that about ben bateman i think andrew guy was the one who was tough to work with in that whole relationship um what would I do with Ben Bateman? Well, I'll tell you this. I, I would definitely be the one handling him. He would not be handling me. <laughs> Snyder, we, I think we might do well together. I don't agree with any of your, your ridiculous shenanigans about not studying. I don't know. I think it's, it seems ludicrous to me, but you just keep winning. So what can you I say? You want me to watch Harry Potter? You actually want me to like go and watch Harry Potter movies? I didn't specifically say Harry Potter movies. I'm just saying James I think. Bond, you want me to go watch those awful James Bond movies? You hate the James Bond franchise too, huh? Yeah, and Indiana Jones and all that stuff. Just beloved movies. I watched Seven for the hundredth time the other night. You told me that last time we talked about this. It's a great movie. <laughs> I got Taxi Driver on over here, so it's not like I'm that. I'm not. I'm not like. People are so, like, oh, yeah. I watched Empire Strikes Back for the four hundredth time. <laughs> I love right. the glasses push up. Uh, that's all the stream labs. I do have a question for Jeff though. What's so that? Jeff, like they said that uh, there's probably not going to be any five round team matches for a while. 
So just hypothetically, I don't know, you know, you've made it very clear that you don't know what you're doing yet, or you have some sneaky, sneaky plans, which I enjoy, but say you, you and Mark stay together on the, the rock stars or the stars. Um, are you guys looking for that second team to try and make a run to try and get some points? Because if you and Mark have the belts and you're just going to be waiting in the wings for a while, uh, what's the strategy there? Or like, what are you guys looking for in a, in a, like, not to say a B team, but a secondary team to the champs? Good question. Uh, I would love a, another another dynamic duo to to join our faction. The problem is you, you can't just you know like Mark and I are a package deal. I think as I understand it, if you draft one of us, you get the other one. There's not a lot of no. It's not like that. Wayne, are you shaking your head? Nope. You guys could split up, but you'd have to give up the belts. Uh, okay. Well, I don't see that happening. Um, but you know, no, no, there's no other package deal, so you'd have to like draft one person one round and then wait for the snake to come all the way back around to find another person really worthy of pairing with the first. Uh, so it might be tough for new teams to form, but at the same time, we're totally open to it. And I'd love someone to, to put some pressure on us, or at least like, you know, I don't know how the team's tournament is ultimately going to work, but what if the top two teams of the, of the year are on the same faction? Like you just keep them both out of the tournament or do you give one faction two spots? I I think I think as we get to a team's tournament, my my guess would be with so many players in the league and uh, so many matches now with twelve matches a month. I think probably it'll be a sixteen-team tournament, not an eight-team tournament. Uh, I would have to think multiple teams per faction. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I I think you know as long as things are a little more consistent, like the the because this year obviously a lot of what happened was as a result of us having to react to the most unforeseen circumstances ever right like the everything that happened this year was crazy so uh we got obviously the giant singles tournament because christian was trying to come up with a great way to incorporate so many people but i think planning for the fact that the majority of this season is going to still probably be digital at least the first half of it um i have to think that he'll plan for a larger team's tournament i would there's, i would just imagine there's a lot of talent out there if someone like you know i think we're drafting ahead of shannon barney right because she finished first yeah, you guys are drafted. So, you guys finished third. So yeah, you're if Marisol is still available or something like that, like, yeah, I'm going to grab Marisol and, and try to, well, that sounded wrong, but we're going to draft Marisol <laughs> and pair her with somebody really, really good. Yeah, well, so it's interesting uh, you bring that up, actually. Uh, there's there's a, a super chat here from Benjamin Gabriel. Just to clarify, can Marisol say she will go to corruption on Friday uh, or must she wait for the draft? She is not able on Friday to declare she's going to corruption because corruption had to lock in their three slots on the night of spectacular. So uh, which what means is that Marisol is a free agent right now. She can declare to go to any of the other 21 spots uh, if, you know, if that's what she wants to do. Um she can do that. Uh, and if not, if she doesn't end up going to one of those 21 slots, she will then end up in the draft and she could yeah, go anywhere she, in the draft. Could be the first pick of the draft. Who knows? Which she, she has been the prohibitive favorite to be the first pick in the draft for a while now. Really? It's because not people the know stars that stars have their eye on, but interesting. You know, Shannon, uh, Shannon really wants Marisol. So people, I think, want to screw uh, over the championship faction and take, take Marisol from her. Who um, has the first pick? Is it Kate? Dungeon. The dungeon has the first pick. Sam's number two. Kate's number three. Who's the dungeon? Kaiser. Kaiser. Well, I hope Kaiser doesn't uh, mess up and, and trade that pick. Look, I'm hearing crazy stuff. I'm hearing crazy stuff. A lot, lot, still a lot of time before Friday. We still got a few days left. Um, all right, continuing through here. Uh, let's see here. I already, already read that one out. 
Uh, okay, I already read that one out. I thought I saw it. Okay, here's one from uh, Gabriel LaRoe. Snyder, please be honest. How much of your flirtation with Roxy is for the show and how much of it is actually genuine sexual tension? That's a question in the super chat here for Jeff Snyder. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I couldn't land a woman like Roxy Snyder. She's a goddess. She only dates mo- male models like Ben Bateman. Uh, <laughs> she has very high standards. We do have the New England uh, Jewish connection which, you know, is strong. But uh, listen, I, I, I would be honored if, if Roxy would even look in my direction. But the only time we talk is, is, a, is around the schmodown, you know. Uh, you know, she's a great manager. If, if it became something more, I, I should be so lucky. <laughs> I'm just going to keep moving. Um, let's see here. Well, we got uh, this one's from Fool's Gill. Um, oh, no, no. We already talked about that one. Okay, interesting. So maybe we just read all of them, but that one got skipped. <laughs> uh yes that and for the belts and shannon is rolling her eyes in this chat here which is wonderful um so guys we and my dad's in love with you if it ever goes wrong with mike my my dad give him a call is that true yeah (laughs) dad's your dad's a good dude he used to he did the candy thing right he had a he had like a candy uh decided to appear the one week where he was missing a tooth and he looked like a homeless vagabond yeah but I'm correct in this, right? Didn't didn't your your dad was in the candy business for a long That's time? That's right. He's the he's the true candy man, not Tony Tony Todd. Did you know that one, Ben Bateman? Did you know that Tony Todd was the candy? I man? did know that Tony Todd was the candy man. Did you? What 1996 uh, film does Tony Todd play a mercenary in? The Rock. There you go. Nice work. Got it immediately, guys. Jeff Snyder, one of the greatest players of all time. Um, all right. So I think that's our stream of super chats for now, guys, get them in. We were a little shy of hundred so far. We need to get up to 480 If we want to see this four way rookie match, if you guys want to see how these rookies fare against each other, we need to hit that goal. Uh, we didn't hit it last week. So let's try to get those combined to equal the goal that we do need. Uh, annoy Snyder, get in your stream labs, get in your super chats, get in your schmobots. Snyder's going to love it. He's going to absolutely love it. Um, Goddard, I'm going to bring you on here for just a minute, if that's all mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Um, so I unfortunately have just gotten an urgent message. I have to make a quick call for work. So I'm going to be back okay. in five minutes. I'm going to put you on here. I'll be right back, guys. Give me just one quick second. All right, I guess I've turned the camera on now. Yeah, you're. You look at look at this guy. Let's let's yeah. see these guys interact. I'll be right back. Hold on. Okay. Turn this light on and all that stuff. Jeff, how's Boston? Uh, cold, cold as Ben Bateman's bed. <laughs> So what calls have you been fielding? Have you been just like taking every single call during free agency, Jeff? Are you guys, like, are, are you guys kidding me? I don't give my number out to some of these managers. The all all the DMs, all the emails. Oh, I don't like them. I don't let Kate call me. She's insane. Um, That's true. That's true. You don't, yeah. you, don't want, you don't want Kate having any of your your digits. Uh, yeah, then I wind up on SEN, you know, like when I'm in the middle of a shower or something. Exactly, uh, exactly. I, you know, Kaiser, Kaiser has my number. Gucci has my number, but, uh, and, and Sam Levine, but uh, yeah, everybody else. No, no. So if you didn't, if the worst happens worse for me, because I love you and Mark as a team and you gave up the belts besides <laughs> kicking Ben out of <laughs> the team's uh, league for a year and blackmailing in that way, which please let it happen. Uh, who would you want to team with? Who, you know, I mean, Dan Merle's not going to be in the exchange. Who knows if Roca is? Barbarians out there. Well, I think that's the answer. It would be John Roca. I would love to play with John Roca. He's a great man, a great a great human being, uh, and a great Schmodown player. And I wanted to help 
return him to his true greatness. So what's the end goal for you with Schmodown? So say you beat Dan Merle, you get revenge on Collins. Do you ride off into the sunset like Peyton Manning, or are you just going to like keep racking I, off I'm these title greedy. defenses? I, you know, I'm not one of these people who's like, I need to be the greatest of all time in every league. And, and, and like, no, I just want to be considered the greatest teams player of all time, the greatest teammate. I want my teammates to come away liking me uh, and a, just a, a fierce competitor a fierce competitor who always wore his heart on his sleeve for better or worse. So being the greatest teams player, I think you've probably earned that title now with how many title defenses the Patriots had. And you know, your two time champs with the odd couple. Is there that challenge in you to get a third teammate and win a third belt with a separate team? Or like, are you just good with Mark for as long as possible? Um, I anticipate uh winning you know winning is everything i watched the tiger mm-hmm. Woods movie last night winning winning is everything how is that movie by the way is it good i, I loved it i thought it was great i couldn't believe okay. it got like mediocre reviews from from tv that's what happens when you let tv critics review a movie by the way <laughs> oh it's tv you ask the tv critic to do it no don't uh it, the movie was great um so i would love to win with a third teammate I'd love to keep winning with everyone in the league and just, you know, deliver everyone a team's belt. Um, that doesn't mean that I'm looking to leave Mark. It just means yeah. I, I don't, I plan on playing this game for a long time. And unless Mark and I continue winning, which we have, but you know, when, whenever that ride comes to an end, uh, then yeah, I, 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 you know, I will move on. And if we hadn't won this year, I, I might've very well moved on. I might have very well moved on, but you know what? Mark played amazing. He was the MVP of that final. I'm, I'm going to give it to him. Absolutely. I mm-hmm. uh, wouldn't have won without him. And uh, yeah, like it, the belt is as much his as it is mine. I'm honored to, to have played with him last season and to keep playing with him. Have you guys ever felt, because I always feel like in your matches and with a lot of teams, it seems like one player's always like on their A game and another player might be like having their B game or, you know, struggling a little bit. Have you guys ever felt that you guys were both just in sync? I'd say the one match I'm thinking of is, you know, only stupid answers when you guys knock them out literally before they answered a round two question. That was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. That's the craziest blowout in, in Schmodown history, I think. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I, I mean, you know, I think against like Oyam, like final exam, and uh, and what was, was the one? That, yeah, like we we both brought our A games. You know, maybe one of us missed a question or two. Um, but I think for that whole tournament, we were pretty much in sync. Like, okay, some nights it was a it was an A minus for for me or whatever. But mm. uh, you know, I, I I think that in order to win and to beat the teams that we beat, you both have to deliver an A game for sure. So speaking of that, is there any team, I know, you know, teams are going to get shuffled around, everyone's moving, but say like most teams stay the same. What's the team you're looking out for to challenge you and Mark, if you guys stay together for the belts? Uh, I I love these questions because you have to give credit to other people. And I know you hate doing that. Tough question to answer. You know what? Because I'm on his show, I will say that. Whoever Ben Bateman teams with is getting a very hungry, very motivated player in Ben Bateman. It's very true. Ben Bateman has a lot to prove this season. And he's either going to prove it or he's going to fall flat trying. And uh, so, yeah, whoever Bateman is teamed with, that's who I would would watch out for because I can taste it. Like, he's hungry. He wants it. 
I got a super chat here from Benjamin Gabriel. Jeff, are you and Mark allowed to play in teams for practice and fun, or does it have to be for the belts? Um, I believe it has to be for the belts, but I do want to ask you that question. Say we're late in the year and you guys have defended one time, but again, say you're on the rock stars. If you guys need points, I, you know, I don't know if Christian would allow this, but would you guys like be like, okay, we're going to vacate the belts and we're going to enter the team's tournament to try and rewin them to gain Roxy some extra points. Would you be with the competitor and you want to do that? I'm going to let you answer that question. Ben, what do you think? What do you think my you answer? Absolutely is? would. You absolutely no. would. Uh, no, I. We are. I mean, as much as I'd love to make a little extra cash this year, that that is uh, that would be a nice thing. The more matches you play, the more money you're making in this league. Mm-hmm. I am very much content to sit back and rest on my laurels and wait for you know the the everybody else to sort of fight it out amongst themselves and and fight for a chance to play us. Uh, no, I'm not vacating belts to win a faction point. Nobody cares about faction points. I'm gonna. Th- that's not a stance of mine that's going to change. Much like Star Wars is terrible. You so you don't believe Jeff that the faction points. You like you're not interested in the stars winning the faction championship as a high priority. Like it doesn't matter to you. No, I don't think it matters to anyone who's going to even be a star. I, I think that's what we're looking for. Like, are you are you motivated? Are you here to win? Regular season games or you're here to win championships? Like, what is it? Well, it's, I mean, it's kind of like the championship. It's like the league championship, right? It's the faction championship, your faction. You don't want Roxy to have the, the honor and the, and the prestige of winning at all. What is a faction championship? I got to go get my, my uh, charger here. But yeah, what is a faction championship? Like, do you, do you get a belt for that? You get something. There's some sort of trophy, uh, and I think there's yeah, a there's certificate gonna be a... that the manager holds on to. No. Wow. I, I don't care about the faction thing. I'm sorry if Christian wants me to, to sit here and say that I do, but I don't. Yeah, I mean, Bibiani here. Bibiani here. Bibiani, according to you, the best player in the league here, says faction points are for managers, belts are for the players, and Shannon is laughing at you. So there you go. I'm not here to win Roxy a championship. Okay. I'm Roxy's here to help me win the championship. Wow. Okay. That's what a manager does. That's what a coach does. You know, player, player of the year, Jeff Snyder, not going to bat, not going to bat to help get put a trophy in his manager's hands. I don't think Roxy cares. I think as, as long as I deliver Roxy a championship, she doesn't care about the faction title, which is all about match the number of matches played and the opportunities that you have to have points. We want to do this as a real league. Everyone has to have the same number of matches. Everybody plays the same number of games in the NFL and the NBA and the, and the NHL. And whoever has the most points at the end or the best record winning percentage, that's how seeds happen. Like, I don't understand this. Well, if you win, you get to keep playing. And then I'm supposed to feel bad for losing a faction race because I played like four matches and everybody else played 10. What? Makes no sense. Well, all right, fair enough. You heard it here first. I I don't really know how to answer that other than the other than the idea that uh, it is not set up to mimic a normal sports league. It's set up to mimic something a little more like MMA. Rankings get you matches, and and those matches get you wins, and you're the champion, and then you play less if you're the champion because you know you are the champion. But that's why championship matches this year are worth so many more points. Just because I have been in a boxing ring and actually fought somebody doesn't mean that I follow boxing or how things are scored and how things are measured. I don't know. It makes no sense to me. I mean, it's been, it's literally been fixed. It's been fixed this year, right? So now a, a championship match is worth seven points. And, and, and you and Mark would have gotten 10 points 
for winning the faction there for winning the team's championship at spectacular. The spectacular championship matches were 10 points. Now. Can you look at how far back the rock stars were entering the tournaments in the, in the rankings and where they finished in the, in those rankings. Right. And that's all result of the idea that you got more points for playing more which is why you guys were able to climb from where you were, where you ended up finishing. And now those, with the those adjustments. Tournaments, but, let me, but that's what I'm saying. You can win. You can get to the finals of the singles tournament and you can win the team's tournament. And it's still not enough to win you the faction thing because it's all about like the regular season, not the playoffs, which is the tournaments. It's a regular season award. Nobody cares. I, I care. I care. Goddard, do you care? Dwayne, do you care? Faction championship? I, mean, uh, I, I care, but I I think everyone in their right mind would rather keep a belt than earn a faction championship. And if you say that you don't, Ben, we all know you're lying. <laughs> yeah, you think uh, like Steve Nash wouldn't would wouldn't turn in his MVP awards for like a, a ring? Like what? Le- okay, I agree with you there. Like I I completely agree. I I'm I'm out for championships. That's that's what I'm in this league to do is to win championships at this point and. Anybody who talks about Schmodan legacies and careers of players and, and tries to make it about something else is not being truthful. Yeah, no one talks about how many wins I have. No one's like, well, Snyder has way more wins than Dan Merle. He's the GOAT. Except for, except, for you, except for you on social media talking about how you're the winningest player of all time. Well, I mean, proudly that's, talk- that's just a fascinating fact, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you say so? You've been very good for a long time, for a very long time. And I think I, I'm going to deny I, the great word. Okay. You're, you've been great. I mean, the thing that is really wild about that, Jeff, and the credit I'll give you for that stat is that you've been elite and excellent as a winning player from day one. You've had a bad match or two here and there, but you've never had like a long dip. You didn't start somewhere and have to rise to a level. You've been at that level the entire time. I'm not on that list because my first year in the league was pretty bad. Like I didn't have a very good, I lost a bunch of matches. Like my first year and a half, I lost a bunch of matches. So my percentage is kind of bad, you know? Ben here we go. We're going to look at Jeff's trophies now. Well, besides the fact that I have this beautiful thing of me, Jen Sturger, and Rocky Stryer, and Mark Andreka. <laughs> these are two camp awards. And you yep. know what they, these camp awards are for? <laughs> They're both for most improved athlete. How do you win most improved athlete twice? At camp? What camp? Jewish summer camp. What, which one did you go to? Dwayne is trying not to bust into laughter. Thank you, Dwayne. I also uh, went to Jewish summer camp. The point of that story is that I just keep getting better. Like in a, a fine wine, I get better with age. And uh, listen, I'm going to be around this league for a long time, winning for a long, long time. I'm not just going to retire when I win like Sam. I'm a Frady Cat Levine. Um, I also went to Jewish summer camp, Jeff. I, I want you to know it was a formative experience in my life, one that I, I cherish. I hold very. Were there different. girls at the camp, Ben Bateman? There were. That's not Jewish summer. That's not real Jewish summer camp. I went to an all boys. You went camp. to an all it's boys Jewish summer camp once a month. Once a month. You went once a month to a Jewish summer camp with all boys. It no. wasn't like a sleepaway camp. I went to Jewish summer camp for two months a year for twelve years, but you only saw the girls' camp once a month. Oh, oh, it was like a formal, like you guys would do like a dance or something. Exactly. The, the, the Jews getting together and dancing. This is fa- the people watching Schmodown backstage needed this part of the episode. They, this is the story that they needed. They needed to imagine. This is what it's all about. Constant improvement, never resting on your laurels, always getting better. And that is what's going to happen in this league, baby. 
Um, we have a we have a, a, super, a super chat here from Dusty Corbett. Who remembers when JTE beat Jeff? He was salty. I'd love to see JTE make a big comeback. Uh, I'll bet you you'd love to see JTE make a big comeback. I'd, I'd wipe the floor with JTE these days. How come he beat you back then? I don't know. He got lucky with some 80s categories. <laughs> I don't understand. People get lucky with categories against you, and that's how they win. Or, or like, you're I just going to. I got terrible luck. You're just going to run into bad luck if you don't prepare for things. You hate History of the World Part 1. You've been clear about it. Is there, There's not even a Part 2, is there? That's so stupid. <laughs> um, guys, we only have Jeff for a few more minutes here. I recommend you get in your Streamlabs and your Super Chats. We're at just about 100 in donations today. We still have a way, ways to go I'm if we want to see this. watching this. Let's go, guys. Pump up the volume. Ben Bateman's got to eat. Look at him. He's I want to see... Am I? That's nice of you to say. Uh, I want to see. I want to see these rookies go head to head. I want to no, see this four-way. You're, you're not losing weight. The guitars are just getting bigger around your head. <laughs> was that? What was that sound, Goddard? Was that? Uh... Oh my god! This is the best episode ever. <laughs> I texted Jeff the other night. This is a real story. I said, "Hey Jeff, uh, we're thinking of rotating in." Uh, we're rotating in uh, guest hosts on backstage more often. This is after he came on the Action Guys on Sunday, and we had a great show. Jeff and I always get along very well. I said, uh, is that something you'd take seriously and be interested in? Didn't respond to me. Just no response. That's, that's yes, Jeff Snyder. So I totally forgot <laughs> till this very moment that you asked me that question. Uh, no, you know what? I know what it was because it's like you asked, um, do, do I really want to do that and like pay attention to the league? And, and I think my answer was going to be no. <laughs> I, I, I kind of figured, yeah. I watch occasional matches, but I can't be bothered to be watching like every match, especially this this year with like 12 matches a month. Times. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not sitting there knowing who's who. And yeah, like, I'll see you when I play it. Yeah, excellent. Excellent stuff. I can't well, do that show. La- la- <laughs> answered, question answered. Uh, last few minutes while we have you on the show here before we let you go, Jeff. Uh, anything you want to promote, plug, talk about the 2020 player of the year. You have any, any writing, a podcast, anything you're excited about? You want people to go follow along with you? No, <laughs> no. All right. Fair go, enough. Look, go look at my only fans. No, you know what? I'm, I'm genuinely curious though. I do have, uh, the, the Facebook group in Snyder training club, but that's only if you want to, um, uh, bet jelly beans on your own trivia knowledge in Snyder training club, hit me up via DM. If you want to join, but only if you'd like to gamble jelly beans. And um, what else? Uh, there is one other thing I feel like. I don't know. We have a few Super Chats for you, so let's get a couple in. Give, give, give me the Super Chats. I don't, yeah. I don't know what the plug. My, my blog, uh, Get in your Schmobots for this jackass. Insider.blogspot.com. Uh, Dragon 17. Imagine Bateman, Oyama, Parker, and Smets all studying together in the dungeon. Place stinks of farts. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Absolutely show. I don't believe Snyder doesn't like Bond. He looks like he enjoys a good octave. No, I'm not reading that. Not this is not SCN Live, guys. <laughs> I'm not reading that. You guys you know where that one was going. You were going with yeah, that. exactly. We, we get the joke. Uh, JD Domash, hello Jeff. I would love to see you take a Please. shot in inner geekdom for laughs. All serious, uh, nothing uh, to my fellow Jewish brothers uh, and sis like Roxy and Jeff. I, I thought about it. No joke, Ben Goddard. I thought about it. Maybe not this year, but next year. What if I took the year off, okay? And I came back the following season and I'm an inner geekdom, just robot assassin. And I just spend the year watching every title on that list. 
how stoned were you when you had this idea? Yeah, very. And, and I was like, <laughs> do I really want to watch Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines again? Nope. What's her name? Christina Locken? Is that the actress? Who, who plays knows? The... Who cares? Yeah. Who plays do, not, do not want to watch that one again or any of the other Terminator movies or really 75% of the Inner Kingdom list. You don't even like the Terminator movies, the first two? I love the first two. I mean, oh. T2 is one of the greatest movies ever made. But do I want to watch three and four and five and then the Amelia Clark one? I'd rather kill myself. All right. What else we got? Uh, JD, uh, gentlemen scientists. Hi, Jeff. Time travel has been created. The Patriots, you and JT, thank you, uh, gentlemen scientists, from the past, and you and Mark from now are transported to 2019 pre COVID to play a five round match in New York live event. Who wins? Odd couple or Patriots? I mean, am I, am, am I the am I the Jeff Snyder who played with the Patriots then and the Jeff Snyder? Yes. So Jeff Snyder from then travels to 2019 to play you and Mark today. As much as JTE is great in front of a crowd, and I think he really steps up in those in in like in that those kinds of situations. I think that and Draco and I may even be working on a on a on a higher plane. Um, I think Andrake, I think the odd couple might, might be well, odd to- couple also has a manager, right? And, and, and Patriots don't have a manager. <laughs> the Patriots had Gucci. Yes. Um, it, but it's tough though. Cause I do think that the questions are somewhat easier now than they were then. So, mm. but like the competition is harder now. And like, we've proven ourselves against that harder competition that I don't know if necessary. I don't know because it hasn't happened, whether the Patriots could knock off teams like, you know, Shazam or final exam or whatever, or Adam Collins' team, um, whatever it was called. Deception. Just sure. Deception. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know that the Patriots could do that, but I do think that the Patriots face tougher questions than some of the odd couple stuff. Hmm. That's fair. Uh, Benjamin Gabriel, Jeff, why do you hate eighties so much? <laughs> the eighties are not a particularly great decade for, for filmmaking. I don't now, think. I agree with Jeff on that. It's my least favorite decade of, of movies, period. It's I hate, I kind of, I don't hate every eighties movie because there's some that are great, but there's so many that I despise. And the ones Rob that Rob Reiner would like to have a word with both. I, no, I, I, I think the eighties really got like big family, like populist commercial entertainment, right? Um, don't, don't you think like, and, and I think they did like YA movies, like, you know, all the John Hughes stuff, but yeah, I think, I think the best stuff, right. Exactly. I think the John Hughes stuff is great. I think that there's some adventure stuff that's fun. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I know you don't like them. I think the Indiana Jones movies are great. I, they're not my favorite movies, but they're great. The stuff that I really don't like though, is the stuff that feels so of its era. Like I just, I really don't like the Palma movies just in general. I'm not a big fan. So like when I watch Scarface, I'm always just like, what, like any of those movies, they're just like this, just, I can't imagine this taking place in any other time period and it makes it extremely distracting and feels really phony. So I, I just, in general, that's my least favorite. Like Gremlins and Goonies and Beetlejuice. That was a little bit darker, but like, you know, families kind of loved. I, I love those movies. Th- those are three great movies from the eighties that I would put over Indiana Jones any day of the week. Yeah. That family adventure stuff. A lot of that stuff is not my favorite, but but it's necessary. It gets asked about a lot. Gets asked about a lot in the Schmodown, so it's very necessary. But like, I mean, really, that's a that, those are movies from forty years ago, right? That's crazy. Like, yeah. Forty years ago, like, if you are quizzing me about movies from the last thirty years, from the nineties on, I think it's gonna be very tough to beat me. Very tough. 
I mean, it's also like, so I see Bibbs in the chat here says it's amazing people ignore so many great movies from the 80s. I mean, I, I, some of my favorite movies are made in the 80s, right? Like I, there's movies in Bibbs, the 80s that I Bibbs adore. Bibbs had his formative years in the 80s. Bibbs is probably like six or eight years older than me. Yeah, I mean, I love like a lot of those famous ones. Like I think you, you would be hard pressed to tell me that there are a few better movies universally than Back to the Future. It's one of the best movies ever made. It's, it's incredible through and through, top, like top to bottom. That's a great movie. Color of Money is one of my favorite movies of all time. There's a lot of movies from the 80s that I adore, really, really love. There's just a lot of movies that I also just really don't like. Uh, but anyway, we're talking about that. Uh, any others that we have for Jeff before we have to let the guy go? Yes, uh, Joshua Domash. It's called History of the World Part 1 because it's spoofing <laughs> history books. It had fake upcoming attractions at the end of the drive to uh, to drive the point home. And Benjamin Gabriel, maybe that's why you're so good, Jeff. You're a Celtic. Uh, please don't leave Mark. I still need to see Shazam versus Odd Couple rematch. I want that rematch too. I mean, look, Shazam, the team, as long as they still exist after Friday, that I think everyone, everybody wants to see what they do. Um, can you imagine how good Brennan Meyer would be on a lot of other teams or how powerful Bibbs would be with other teammates? He, he's scary just because of how young he is. Um, Wild to think about. But, uh, think about. They, they got some tough questions at finale. I'm not here to deny it. They got some really tough questions, but what do you want from me? I'm supposed to not win a championship because they got tough questions. Did you know the, the science of an answer? Uh, I, I think I could have gotten to it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, last one from the K Wolf. Blogger thing. Yeah. The chat has been exploding uh, to know Jeff, did you get your soap? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, may, maybe Bibiani sent to the wrong address or something. Maybe he hasn't sent it out yet. But maybe I just pissed off Bibiani, but he, he did not send it. <laughs> Uh, Bibiani says it's on. So uh, I, I'm assuming that's probably in reference to an odd couple rematch is my guess. I would have to think. Gotta earn it. That's, that's what they say. You got to earn it. Unless he's talking about all the people that are, you know, vying for the attention of, and the affection of the kid or even his affection and attention. I can't believe the way you just blew off Robert Parker, by the way. Spider's going to be pissed when he finds out. And next time he sees you, he's going to come after you, okay? Because you're just like, oh, yeah, Robert Parker, whatever. Dude, you should be lucky to get Robert Parker. Am I, am I confused? Isn't, isn't Robert Parker like an inner geekdom player? Isn't that who he is? That's what I'm saying. You, get, you got big holes yourself, big guy. <laughs> but a teammate to go win a team's championship with an inner geekdom player? That's, that's not going to happen. Why not? He, he, he knows his stuff. About the 293 movies that you talk about is irrelevant. Right. You're woefully I mean, they're irrelevant. They're just movies I don't care to watch again. I, I saw them all. I saw all the DC movies and all the. I mean, I'm not going to sit there and watch Jonah Hex. What do? What do you? Do I look like I have a death wish? Uh, Dwayne, what were you? I'm going to give you the final comment here on this 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 yokel, and we're going to let him go. Uh, I'm He's just going to say watch Jonah Hex on that. Jeff is right, and if you think Robert Parker is only an inner geekdom player, you're woefully underestimating his general yes, film knowledge. I, look, I don't know Robert Parker. I've never been on a faction with Robert Parker. He and I, I see him on the Gucci verse. I hardly know the guy. What do you want from me? Saying here, here you are. Are you thinking you can do so much better? I can't wait to find out on Friday who who you recruit. It's probably going to be some bum off the street talked to a lot of people, Snyder, yourself included. I've talked to a lot of people about a lot of good options. I had conversations with you. I've talked to Ben Goddard. I've talked to all kinds of people. You know, I'm I'm just I'm just trying to keep my options open, you know. Yeah, my my option by the way for you was you have to not play teams this year. So, don't make it out like we we talked about teaming together. My offer to you was you sit out. 
All right, we're gonna let uh, the insider get out of here. Uh, thank you for coming by, and, and and congratulations, congratulations on team of the year, congratulations on player of the year. It really uh, does mean a lot that everybody voted for me because I was not expecting it. Uh, but I do think that history will pr- prove you right in the, in the long run. Adam Collins is going to be in this league for a long time. I have a lot of chances to win player of the year. This was my year, baby. I did it. Best of luck against the greatest of all time, Dan Merle. Yeah, Friday, number one contender match. Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. And he's gone. Jeff Snyder, everybody. Just a treasure. Just an absolute treat. Um, we have uh, a couple of guests coming on here in the next few minutes. Our very first is going to be a rookie. Amaru Moses enters the show. He joins Shmodan backstage for the very first time. Uh, and everybody who's watching the video right now, if you guys don't mind, do me, do me a favor. Hit that thumbs up on the video. Let's get some likes on this video. As we talk to one of the rookies entering this year's Schmodown draft. Am I pronouncing your name correctly? Is it Amaru or Amaru? Uh, Amaru. Amaru. Okay. Yes. Amaru Moses, welcome to the show. Uh, I, I don't know much hey. about you, my friend. This is, this is uh, I'm getting to meet you on air for the first time. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. You reached out and, and I said backstage, of course I have to be here. Um, so uh, thank you. Thank you for, for allowing me to, to show my face to the Schmodown community who, who don't know me already. People are very excited. They're excited to have you uh, in the league. You're one of the favorites when people are talking about uh, who should we expect to blow up? Who do we think is going to be big oh. this year? Uh, you're one of the names that shows up on a lot of the Facebook posts, on Twitter. Um, so people have a lot of faith in you. So, so talk to us. Fan leagues. You've been playing in them for a while? Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been in the fan leagues for a little bit over a year now. Um, and, man, the community that's down there is, is the reason why you're hearing my name. That it really is. Um, you will hear uh, Peggy G, Christina Vasallo, Jacoby Bancroft come out of my mouth every time I am on any type of anything because that's how much like we all ride for each other in this thing. Uh, the four of us are in this together. There are a couple other uh, fan leaguers who are also uh, uh, around on that draft list. James Shimo as one of them. But um, I've been I've been in the fan leagues and and really before even talking about anything like how what my record is or anything like that the community that's down there is just absolutely killer um and that's why i I love playing there um in terms of like me as a player uh ig is my specialty um hufflepuff harry potter i don't i don't really think there's many people out there who can touch me on anything wizarding world that is the one thing i will i will go all in on um like people are up there with me but i have yet to lose a match wizarding world period, match, debate, whatever you want to do. That's, that's my bread and butter. Um, and last week you, you, uh, I think it was last week you and. Did we lose you? We you might have lost. Uh, Frank, you were talking about, oh, I want to make sure I didn't cut out there. There we go. Uh, uh, you and Frankie last week, we kind of talking about, talking about, uh, I had the buzz with Robert Parker. And, yep. and thank you. I, I appreciate it. The buzz for Robert with Robert Parker, I'll take. I'm not at that skill, but I'll get to that skill. I will get there. I'm just not there yet. Robert Parker is one of the best active players out there, period. So, um, but I, I do where I live. I am very good in teams. I, I just can work with a lot of people really well. Being an IG player and also watching a lot of movies that, that people in this general community don't watch very much. A lot of black cinema, a lot of just obscure things in the 90s that people don't. I match really well with a lot of different people. 
Um, and I'm one of the easiest people to work through questions with. Um, and I feel like I can survive in singles. So I'm, I'm coming in trying to be an all around player, but IG is where I really want to show my worth uh, and, and show what I can do. Where'd you grow up? Um, everywhere, absolutely everywhere. Um, I was, uh, I'm originally from New York. I am a diehard, unfortunate, but this year kind of okay Knicks fan. Um, uh, and I, I will, I will, I will be that till forever in a day. Um, but from there, I've been all over the place, New York, uh, uh, LA, DC, Chicago for five years, Ohio, Oxnard. Anytime I mention that, I say what up to Anderson Pac because he's, he's a, he's a boss. I lived in the Bay, went to UC Berkeley, go bears, um, there for four years and then taught and lived in Oakland for another, uh, for, for six. So uh, I rep the Bay a lot. I, I love it out there. I rep New York a lot. Um, cause, cause that's, that's, I've always felt like when I moved around New York was the place I was born. So that's why I always like felt the connection to until I got to Oxnard, uh, shout out to all my, my boys, uh, watching. And when I got to the Bay, so kind of, kind of everywhere. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. And, uh, growing up, like what kind of movies were your favorites when you were a kid? Um, <laughs> all kinds. Like I, I've been saying this a bunch, but, uh, my dad is, is the reason I watch movies. Um, and then my brother Emmanuel as well, but my dad brought us to movie theaters from whenever we stopped crying. Pretty sure I watched Pulp Fiction in the theaters when I was six. Um, and then saw Lion King, like right after, I don't know, but all kinds of movies, um, a lot of comedies, uh, a lot of family films, but I, I, I don't really have one, like growing up, I don't really have one set of like movies that I loved. If they were good, I enjoyed them. If they were funny and silly, but not considered good, I loved them. But like I said, I'm an IG. So MCU, Wizarding World, Lord of the Rings, um, a lot of my, my, my favorite stuff, so. Sounds like you and I are the same age. Uh, and I had the exact same, interestingly enough, exact same experience. My dad and my brother are the reasons that I watched movies. My older brother was really uh, into movies and my dad would show us way, it, the same as you, Pulp Fiction, inappropriate stuff for the age that we were. Um, th those years, exactly the years you're talking about, Mortal Kombat in a theater was one that was a big deal, 95, right? That was huge. Uh, definitely not. Lion King, same thing in theaters was a big deal. Tommy Boy, I think was probably also 95. Another one that I watched in theaters, big deal, right around those same years. Um, I, I have a lot of memories from the mid 90s of, of going to the movie theater. So I, I relate to you completely on that yeah. one. I think a couple memories that I remember going to and, and seeing if I really think about it is one is uh, Blank Man. Um, I recently rewatched that after a long time. And who, who, I did not get those jokes at all for Blank Man. Um, and then another one, again, my brother, I remember the buildup to Mission Impossible. Yeah, the uh, first one you're talking about, 96. Yeah, the first one. It was coming out on my brother's birthday. I remember him being very hyped to go see it. I remember being in there. It was on May 22nd. Uh, so so just a lot of different experiences and a lot of different movies. I just, I'm, I'm a movie buff uh, through and through. Yeah, Mission Impossible 1. Not my favorite of the Mission Impossible movies, but at the time, great. And also... Arguably, I had this conversation with someone the other day. If you had to say the four most iconic Tom Cruise movie scenes in his whole career, I think Hanging from the Ceiling is probably one of the four most iconic movie ceilings. I feel it, it feels like. It, it was copied in the next three films and nobody said anything about it because it's so good. Like yeah. I, again, rewatching some of these films, I think Mission Impossible is one of the best. Christina Vassar donated $35 through Super Chat.
Rue is the best there is. Draft this man. We love you, bro. Christina Vasala, one of the names, one of the names that we heard. Thank you so much for that support. That means uh, with that, by the way, guys, we're up to about buck fifty, buck sixty. We're hoping to get this uh, four-way match between these rookies, including you, sir, uh, at the end of the day here. So if we can get a little bit more support, if we can get a little bit more in our donations, we have to get four eighty as our goal for the day today uh, to be able to get this match. And it's going to be ten questions. They're good questions. I think you're going to enjoy them. Um, so hopefully we can make that happen. So get in your donations, get in your questions. Pete, you go by Rue, or is um, I, I mostly go by Rue. Uh, my name is, is particularly hard to pronounce. I've heard every single pronunciation there is. I, I don't get many that surprise me, uh, but Rue is the one that, that most people call me by. So have you been getting uh, contacted by managers? Have you been doing the, doing the rounds and, and chatting with people here and there? I, I have, I have, um, Peggy will kill me if I actually like lay out anything out yeah. there, but I'll just say there are a couple I haven't heard from. Uh, but people are busy. I understand. Uh, but for the most part, I, I have heard from a good amount of managers. Um, I'm really excited about it. And in one way or another, I'm, I'm really happy with the response I'm getting and, and, uh, me, me and my crew, the, the we've been calling ourselves the fan league four, uh, cause the four of us have just been in every single, if we, if there's one of us, you don't, you hear about the rest of them. So, um, uh, I'm really happy about that. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see what you do in the league. You're definitely that, I would say you're in that, you're probably that name. You're that, you seem to be the fan league name that, uh, that is coming up the most. So best of luck. Uh, I'm going to call you Rue because I feel like we're friends now. And, Appreciate uh, it. It's not a problem. Going yeah. ahead. And, uh, and look, man, I, I hope, I hope you end up on a great faction and, and it all goes well for you. And, and Big Slew, thanks for coming on the show today. Uh, stick around. Obviously, hopefully we can get, hopefully we can get this, this match going. I'd bring you back on in about 25 or so. All right. Cool. All right. Thanks for coming by. Amaru Moses, everybody, one of the fan league rookies, one of the big uh, draft list rookies coming up uh, who is going to be available in this draft. Definitely seems to be a name that I think people are expecting to get drafted. Um, good guy, too. Good guy. Good energy. Good energy. A lot of hype. A lot of hype surrounding surrounding Rue. So coming up next, we have another one of our rookies available in the draft. We welcome to the show right now, Jayla Rocks. And once again, this is uh, this is another rookie who I'm meeting on air for the first time. I've, uh, I've had, aside from, uh, you know, email communication, no, no actual connection or interaction yet with Jayla until right now. So we're all going to learn about Jayla Rocks together, one of our draft list rookies upcoming. Welcome to the show, Jayla Rocks. Mm, muted we're muted there we go okay can you see me yes i can perfect we're in there like swimwear what's going on what's going on welcome to schmodown backstage nice to meet you oh my god okay so i am like freaking out right now i don't know what i'm getting myself into but i like excitement i'm a pretty exciting person so let's get into it let's talk about it yeah well okay so you're you're uh you're a rookie you're you're on the draft list uh you're so you're a movie person obviously there's a movie background here you love movies what's your what's your background what'd you grow up watching okay so it all started back when i was four i'm just kidding no i had the disney plus before disney plus so all of the like pretty classic that you got on vhs when they used to color the tapes you know what i mean so i had all of those things of course lion king and i was a really big power rangers fan a lot of people don't really know that about me like people always thought that it was just you know 
fairies and X, Y, and Z. I was X-Men, Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles. So I think that all of that now and my, like my 90s kiddom will help me through this whole thing. That's excellent. Excellent. Well, so so you have you been paying attention to the Schmodown uh, this season recently? Have you kind of dug around a little bit? You, yes, you absolutely. Us? I've been watching all the way up until here too, and I'm kind of intimidated. So I'm like, I need to brush up on my skills. But I think this is the time for me to like be a sponge and absorb it and like have a time in my life. Well, it's a really, really fun league. It's uh, there's there's obviously a lot to do, and there's a ton of different ways to approach it. You you see, you know, some some people are in these fan leagues, which they're very, very uh, extremely competitive and and like a whole different kind of set of questions. But you know, the league does sort of change and evolve every year. And you're entering right now in one of the most exciting times that we've ever had. The league is kind of becoming a sport now. Um, all the managers really it. approaching it, you know, like that. And 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 so you're going to be on this draft list, obviously. And so what can uh, what can a faction assume they're getting if they draft you? What do you bring to the table in terms of spirit, okay. energy, film, knowledge? Well, first, JD, the master $20. 19 other people that were super competitive. And we were put in puzzles. We were put in like physical competitions. And I kind of came out on top of that. So I think that the whole competitive setting, I'm able to be focused. I'm able to drive myself to get the job done. I'm able to take criticism and brush up on my skills and also have fun in the meantime. Awesome. I think we, we had a, uh, I think we had a Schmobot come in just now from JD. Yeah. JD donated $20. Hey, Kayla, what divisions are you hoping to get in? So uh, JD's asking you, you know, there's the singles division, teams division, we have inner geekdom, and then we have Star Wars as the four. Where do you think you fit in best? I'm going to try to be a team player. I, it's been so long since I've had like physical human interaction. So I know how <laughs> I know how to talk to people. So I think that like I'm a team player and I'm able to like, you know, take lead when I can. Excellent. Yeah. The team's division is a, it's, that's often a, a good entry point for, for new players, for, for new draftees. Um, it's definitely how I started. Um, Goddard, what was your first match? Were you your first match teams or singles? Uh, singles against RB3. That was your first match. And then was your first, when was your first team's match? Was your next match or you played IG first? Uh, no, I didn't play IG till the tournament online. So I had a, I had two, I had singles match against RB3 and then two matches with, with Rachel. Interesting. Yeah. Teams, teams is a great place to start. It's uh, it, it's, you know, back in 2017 with team action, that was the, my introduction to the league. And it's fun to have, you know, kind of a, a partner in crime to go through uh, the, the fire with, so to speak, so to speak. So uh, talk to us a little bit about kind of your background. Where'd you grow up? Okay. So I just moved to LA not too long ago, but I'm actually a Southern girl. So I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, and I also lived in Jacksonville, Florida. I think that um, I'm not like the great outdoors type person that goes and gets muddy. Like, you know what I mean? When people think Southern, but I do like, you know, Cajun food and cuisine. So I have like transferred that over to my LA life, I guess. So I would say like, I'm in the middle of like a uh, city and country. So I'm like adapting to the new life. Um, I work in TV. I'm a producer and I do hosting and I actually, actually know Roxy through AfterBuzz. Oh, very cool. Like I also did full circle right there. <laughs> I did after buzz as well. I didn't know that. That's uh, we probably passed each other then. small world. Yeah. Oh, awesome. That's great. Yeah. After buzz is uh, after buzz is it was formative for me. Very extremely important in my life. I love all those people. Yes, so. absolutely. That's very, very cool. Um, so then, okay. So then were you doing after shows there or were you working with the, the other networks as well? Like popcorn talk and BHL? 
I was doing after shows. So I was on, uh, I'm still am like a part of this cast for uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. And we are like one of the biggest shows on After Buzz. And we, you know, got fans from Guam and Tokyo and all these people staying up late at night because of a, of a time difference to watch us. So I thought it was pretty cool. That's great. Yeah, there's a lot of crossover with the television audience. Liz Shannon Miller, who did really well in last year's tournament, talked about how her uh, her role as a critic and, and actually reviewing television was very helpful in sort of cross-training to uh, to learn about movies because, you know, television is such a big part of our world now. There's so many premium shows and huge actors showing up in those shows. I believe you. Um, so, uh, well, so I appreciate you coming by and kind of chatting with us a little bit to get to know the, the fans a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what you do here this year in the draft. And obviously if we can hit this goal here in the next little bit, guys, we'll bring Jayla back on in about 20 or so minutes to, uh, to do this little scrimmage against a couple other rookies should be a lot of fun. It's a, a nice little exhibition match. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but, uh, right now I'm going to, I'm going to let you go and see if we can get a few more donations here. Uh, Jayla, thank you so much for coming by. We'll see you in a few minutes, hopefully. Thank you. See you soon. All right, guys. So we continue to meet this uh, this rookie draft class. Uh, a lot of potential, a lot of question marks. People wonder what's going to happen, where they're going to go, who's going to draft who. I'm sure there's some managers watching right now as well that are trying to you know draw their conclusions. I want to ask everybody here to do me a favor and hit that thumbs up button on this video right now. And remember, we're just shy of $200 in donations. We've got to get to 480 here in the next... 20 minutes to be able to get this match. Uh, maybe we'll even maybe we'll even be able to do it if we get a little bit under there. We can do a few less questions, but uh, we do have to try to get that goal here, obviously, to keep the lights on. It's what we do here at the SEN Network, uh, or Schmodown Entertainment Network, is obviously uh, we, we need your support to be able to make these things happen and keep the company going and pay for all the different people doing the shows and whatnot. So if you guys want to see this match, uh, do me a favor and support the show. Right now, we welcome to the show Jacob Blunden. Blunden or Blunden? Where, where, where am I at with that? uh blunden jacob blunden and you're 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 not you're not in the u.s am i correct in this uh no i'm not i'm uh, international i'm in australia australian movie fan some great posters behind you here and correct me if i'm wrong you're a fan league champion uh yes i was the first fan league champion that was in the fan league <laughs> so the original fan leagues that we had back in 2017 that was on take three the first one that was officially ran by non by fans was I was the first champion of that one and then when that got vacated because take three decided to go in a different direction uh I just decided to start analyzing instead of participating in fights and now I want to do more fights again so uh, you want to do more fights again? You're, you're obviously. Do you would you put yourself on the level of a lot of these these fan league ringers, where you feel like the the kind of deep deep uh, plot point knowledge and context knowledge you have of all these movies is way beyond what you usually see asked in the Schmodown? Um, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, a lot of these rookies do intimidate me a lot, and I, I think the fan league has definitely exploded a lot more than when I was in there, but. I do know that I'm very good at just random little bits of trivia that I think a lot of people seem to always forget. So the little things that, and I'm able to pull information really easily that people always just seem to forget. So whenever I'm sitting on watching a, one of the Schmodown matches, I generally do pretty well. And what, uh, what division would you say that you think you're most suited for singles or teams or, or so, Star Wars? Uh, most suited for singles, definitely. Um, but I do want to have a go at Inner Geekdom as well. Okay. 
Okay. Um, Gabriel LaRoe here with a super chat asked, you think a rookie could be signed in free agency? My understanding, uh, and I could be wrong about this, is that I don't think that the rookies on the draft list are able to be signed in free agency. I think they have to be in the draft. I don't think that any rookie is able to be signed in free agency. That's, that's all rostered players, um, you know, veterans of the league. Um, obviously yeah. rookies, just like it would be in any sports draft have to go in the draft. So um, we all wonder right now, these rookies on that list that was released. And there's, I think there's a second list coming with some of the updates mm. from the auditions. We all wonder who's going to go where. And that's a little bit of why we wanted to have you on today to talk to you just to get a sense of where you're at. Um, obviously last year, you know, Robert Parker was, was a rookie who had gone into this thing and, and, and people wondered where he was going to go. And he ended up going in the first round. Um, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. He went in the first yeah, round. Yeah. Kaiser's first round pick. And, you know, he had a, he had a strong showing. I think he definitely wants to bounce back. Uh, just, you know, disappointing loss in the tournament, but uh, he did come out and have that first match against ACE where he looked like everything we thought he was going to be, where he just he breezed through a perfect day. Uh, and so, you know, you hope to see the same thing and you wonder what you're going to see out of the different rookies. So uh, as far as what you bring to a faction, just in terms of spirit, you know, uh, style vibe, what, what have you, what do you think you bring to a faction that makes you valuable? Um, I think my biggest asset is the fact that I'm not expecting to be Robert Parker. I'm not expecting to be in the first round at all. Like I'm probably expecting to get, if I do get drafted, it will be a sixth or seventh round pick it because as I've been saying in the other shows, I think any rookie who comes in thinking that they're going to be the next Adam Collins is joking themselves. I think you need as a rookie this year, you need to be willing to go in and just learn. And that's what I'm trying to do this year is I just want to go into a faction and learn from the managers and kind of do the opposite of what Snyder was saying earlier, where go in and help your manager and help your manager get the faction belt this year. Cause that's the only thing that as a rookie, I think um, I would be focusing on is helping my manager get the faction belt by winning two or three matches that are important that get extra points, but ultimately there's no real point in me running for the belt this year because the established players are going to go for those. And I think instead focusing on honing my skills and becoming a better player so that in the future I can go for the belt. Yeah. Well, I think, I think it's a good attitude that you put out there. I mean, I think there, your point is pretty sound, which is that if you told me last year in free agency, when Shannon Barney, you know, plucked Adam Collins out of free agency, that he was going to go on to win seven in a row and become this Mm. phenom. I don't think anybody would have believed you. I mean, he could have been the best fan league player in the world. I wouldn't have believed you. Mm. It was an extraordinary situation. He turned out to be an extraordinary player, but I think you have so many seasoned veterans who have put in so much work and studied this thing and, you know, you've been a fan of the Schmodown for a long time. I know. I believe I've met you before at at least one live event. Um, Have you seen the game evolve in a way that you think this year is going to be something else, like something we've never seen before? Absolutely. It's quite incredible to think and doing all these interviews and thinking back on just how much the game has changed since JTE got a question wrong and said a dinosaur, the wrong name um, is quite insane. Just, because I've been following this since day one and seeing the absolute growth in not only the competitors, but the question, the level of question writing, the absolute depth of pools that a lot of these um, competitors are able to grab is quite incredible compared to where in the first season we were barely getting 10 points a game. And now people are getting to the average is around 15, 16, 17. So it's quite incredible. 
yeah, people don't really miss a whole lot. And it seems like mm. I was saying this to someone the other day, but um, at one point when I, you know, really got serious about it at the end of 2018 and into 2019, I started to really divide up all of the different wheel categories and all of the different most commonly asked things and, and you know, and have my lists and my spreadsheets, my crossover mm. movies and all these things. And that was something I was doing and I was talking about and, and it, I, I felt smart right at the time. Mm. Now, I don't think there's a single elite player, maybe other than Jeff Snyder, who's not <laughs> doing that. <laughs> it seems like exactly. that's, the, that's the only thing people do now. It's, that's just how you do it. Mm. And exactly. And, and I think that's the craziness that's changed within this game is, you know, even people who aren't drafted, I think rookies right now have to be doing that as well. Like you have to be sitting down and having your spreadsheet or your document that is going to become this Bible for you and building it out and working on it more. Yeah. So guys, um, we've, we've just got Jacob for another couple minutes here before we bring on our last guest. But uh, if you guys want to see this fan match, if you guys, sorry, I keep calling it a fan match. You guys aren't fans. You guys are rookies. You're uh, you guys are rookies on the draft list. Every week we talk about it, but uh, get in your super chats, get in your stream labs. Uh, do we have any, we want to read right now, Goddard. There is a super chat right here. Jacob, glad to see you uh, from Benjamin Gabriel. Jacob, glad to see you repping the Southern Hemisphere. Loved you in the after shows. And I believe that's it. Cool. Awesome. 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 Well, uh, if you guys want to see it, get in your get in your questions here. What we might do if we don't get to our goal is we might just do an abbreviated match like we've done in the past where we do five or six questions instead of the full 10. But let's see how we do in the next 10 minutes here. I believe we have one more guest coming on the show here in just a minute. Dwayne, you can tell me. Uh, if, if our last guest, James Shimo, is already in there. Uh, but if not, if not, we'll just uh, we'll, we'll promote a couple of the other things here real quick. So, Jacob, I'm going to let you go, my friend. But thank you for coming on the show and uh, chatting a little bit. And to all the managers watching, pay attention. we got rookies. Thank you, thank yeah. you very much. So for everybody watching the show right now, I want to remind everybody one more time of two things. First of all, patreon.com slash schmodown. If you guys want to be patrons of the show, it's the most supportive thing you guys are able to do to make this show happen and continue to sing and continue to grow and do the whole thing. So go to patreon.com slash schmodown. If you join that $10 tier, you get access to all the exhibition matches. You get access to everything special, early and, and fancy that we do at the schmodown. Um, all of your pay-per-views next year, which there's going to be three a month all included in your membership. So it's the best value that we offer. And last but not least, this show, of course, is available as an audio podcast. It's available in the Apple Podcast Store. It's available anywhere that you can download your podcast. So if you want to listen to it, if you don't want to watch it every single week, you can go and you can listen to it. So check that out. And last but not least, hit the thumbs up button. Remember, this Friday, upcoming 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we have the Schmodown Free Agency Special. All of the top players in the league are going to be declaring where they are signing, which managers they're signing with. There will be double crosses. There will be surprises. There will be swerves. There will be new teams formed and announced live on the show. So get excited. Uh, it's going to be this Friday, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, followed, of course, by the Schmodown Draft, which all of these folks, you know, Jayla, uh, James Shimo, we're talking about here, Jacob Blunden there, everyone who's been on the show, Rue, uh, they're all going to be available on this draft list, plus a whole huge list of other people uh, that the managers are going to be looking to take. So get excited for that here. And uh, Dwayne, just give me the heads up once we have uh, our last guest here on the show. So uh, in the meantime, Goddard, look, every single week, I kind of bring you in here. I talk to you a little bit about what you're thinking. How are you feeling for Friday? Are you feeling, uh, are you feeling like you're going to end up on a faction? Is that how you're feeling? Uh, you know what? I, I still haven't decided yet, honestly. Like, I'm feeling pretty good about my options. 
but you know, maybe I'll throw a, a wrench in there and just uh, declare for the draft. Uh, I haven't, you know, guaranteed anybody anything. So, you know, my options are still open. I think it's going to be a really fun day. I think there's a lot of surprises in store that honestly, I have no idea about. So it's going to be awesome. And then this is just such the perfect precursor for the draft that it's going to be a crazy two Fridays in a row for the, the Schmodown. I know we have this one, we have next one. And then after that draft special, the season gets going. The season starts. We're going to be off to the races and running. I believe a lot of the people that are, are have already kind of decided where they're going. Uh, you know, I would say the players that are going to be declaring in free agency are probably already preparing, are already studying. I certainly know that I am already studying my weekly study session that I do with my patrons over on Nerds and Suits. I was talking earlier. Uh, I'm planning as soon as I'm able to, and I've declared where I'm going, to uh, bring in my my soon-to-be partner to uh, to do those study sessions with me because I, I want to take this as seriously as I possibly can. So anyway, all of that being said, we welcome to the show our final rookie we're going to be talking to today. We welcome to Schmodown Backstage for the very first time, James Shimo. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. So your name your name ends up on this draft list. You're 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 one of the rookies. We've talked to a few today. Talk to us about you a little bit. Are you where are you from? What's your movie background? Well, I'm uh, I'm currently living in uh, Tennessee, so I've been here for about five or six years now. Um, my movie background, as far as I'm concerned, I'm a child of the '90s, so I grew up with a whole bunch of different movies being thrown at me, main, mainly by my dad. Um, my earliest memory is sitting on my floor in my living room while my dad was watching Star Wars for the first time, and that was what got me hooked. So, you know, and then from there, he just started building me up with a whole bunch of other movies, ones that I'd never even considered hearing of or anything like that stuff like blazing saddles and space balls and eventually stuff like Johnny dangerously. And then it just evolved from there to a love of just all forms of cinema and all just every little bit of it. And I've gone, I did a film studies class when I was in high school. So I got introduced to stuff like psycho and Casablanca and all kinds of other stuff like that. So it's just grown and grown and grown. The more, the more, the older I get, the more I learn about cinema and the more I just absolutely love it. Fantastic. Well, uh, have you been a Schmodown fan for a long time? Oh, yeah. Uh, I started with the Schmodown all the way back in season three. Very first match I saw was, of course, the greatest of all time, Dan Merle up against John Campia. So I, I came in very, very early on and I have been a fan ever since. I remember especially seeing a lot of debuts in uh, in the Schmodown. Tip this Colby donated $30. Hi, guys. Thank God Snyder isn't in charge of the interviews for the rookies. Hi James. Can you compare yourself to a current player? If not, do you have a favorite player? Thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, as far as comparing myself to a current player, I don't know. Because the, the game and the players and things like that have evolved just so much over the course of this last season alone. Um, but if I had to put a... If I had to really, really, you know, gun to my head kind of answer here, I'd probably put myself on the level of, I would say, uh, probably, I wouldn't say a Robert Parker, but somewhere maybe just a little underneath of Robert. I've, I'm, IG and Star Wars are my bread and butter where I've always kind of really focused a lot of my attention, but I'm no slouch in singles either. So, um, you know, it's just a matter of, as far as a singles competitor goes, I'd probably say I'm probably close to, uh, I'd say maybe a Matt Atchity, I'd say, if I had to really, really put a 
I mean, actually, has been a good player in his time. He, you know, uh, Matt actually has been, uh, he's been a strong player in the past. So, um, all right. So, so, so star Wars and inner geekdom, that's the place that you want to make your mark. Are you intimidated at all by just the sheer, uh, just the weight of those, those players and those divisions? I mean, those divisions are so crazy. You're absolutely right. They absolutely are. And the more, the, the, the more forays we make into those kind of matches, the deeper cut the questions get, but in a, and, and there is a certain level of intimidation to it. I will say that. However, I I never take anything as something to be afraid of. I see it as a challenge to be overcome. So if they're getting deeper and deeper in their knowledge, that just means there's more studying I got to do. There's a, I take everything in life as, okay, what's next? I'm never content with good enough being good enough. I want to be great. I want to be the best. And I know I'm not there in a lot of ways, but I know I will put the work in no matter what it takes in order to get to that. Well, a very smart man once said that you could study for the Star Wars division in 60 days. So it's possible that you would be able to apply that and, and uh, you know, really rise to the occasion there and, and, and take a shot at it. Let, let, I'm just going to pivot here to, to my producer, Ben Goddard. Goddard, 60, 60 days. How do you think you would fare with 60 days of Star Wars? Do you think you'd be uh, able to compete? Uh, it'd be tough because I'd, I'd still have to buy like the visual dictionaries and stuff like that. Cause like I said, like it's not like inner geekdom where everything's on screen where you can just watch the movies over and over and over again. It'd be a lot. I think I could, I think I could hang. I don't think I could beat anybody, but I think it would, I think I could make it to round three at the very least. I'd make it to round three. Uh, and depending on, you know, what my wheel slice was, as long as I didn't spend rogue one or something like that, I think I'd be okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, uh, guys, really quickly, because we were hoping to get this little four-way match going, uh, and it looks like we will not hit our 480 goal. It's obviously a big goal. We're, we're just uh, in, the, in, the, in the low 200s here. What I will do is we usually have 10 questions and three in case we run over. Um, if we can get up to half, we're at, we're at 203 right now. So if we can get up to 250, we will do a seven-question match. We'll bring uh, the three other competitors on. We'll have a seven-question scrimmage, just a little bit more than half of the available questions. Uh, so we can still make sure to see what these have and honor that a little bit we want to still make sure that we uh we get to see something here but obviously understand you know you guys support every single week uh so let's let's see if we can get that total while we still have james on the show uh so james have you uh have you been sort of scouting a little bit chat you know talking to managers have managers reached out to you are you what, what are you thinking as far as where you'd want to end up i have had a couple of conversations obviously i kind of want to play you know who i've been talking to and things like that a little close to the chest i don't sure. want to obviously get my hopes up too much because lord knows anything can happen in the schmodown but um there I, i've definitely had some conversations and i feel like there there are some gears in motion but again always hedging your bets you never want to stop hitting the campaign trail especially right before the election so i'm i'm hitting the pavement hard trying to get as many you know appearances like this in as possible as many conversations started as i can to you know, do whatever I've got to do to bolster my chances, obviously, you know, but there is obviously a fine line between being, you know, having a lot of gumption and just being flat out annoying. So I'm trying to ride that line as, as best I can. Well, it's interesting that what you say about that too, because, you know, we, we, have four of you that came on the show today and I reached out to a number of different rookies and there was some that were willing and interested to come on and there were some that weren't. And uh, look, here's the truth of the matter. There's a lot of different rookies in this draft. There's not that many, there's not that many spots. Um, There's a lot of rookies that are unfortunately not going to get drafted. That's just the truth. And so those, those that are getting the opportunity to jump on the after shows and to do interviews, to jump on a show like backstage, you know, I think, I think getting the FaceTime is probably pretty valuable. I know for a fact, we have some Schmodown competitors. We have some managers in here watching. I mean, 
Robert Parker is in the chat right now. We, we know Shannon Barney has been uh, harassing everybody in here all day. You know, you've, you, you've definitely seen uh, William Bibiani in here all day. So uh, I think, I think there's some real value in it. There's some real value in it. Um, but, uh, but right now, can shoot donated $50. Let's see what these rookies got. That's a big salute to you for that donation. Who was that? Who donated that one? Uh, Danny green, Danny green with the threes setting records. Um, all right, look, Danny green. Thank you so much for that. That means that we have hit, we have hit that halfway mark, which means we are going to see this seven question match, uh, which means I'm going to keep James on screen here and bring back Rue. We're going to bring back Jayla. We're going to bring back Jacob. Uh, we're going to get a four way uh, match going here. Seven questions. I've got the questions written here in front of me. So let's, uh, let's get everybody back in here. I, I believe right. the th- while we're waiting for that, I got these two on, on screen, these super chats. You got it. Uh, from Dusty, I know y'all can't say much, but I'd like to know what shocks you think are going to happen on Friday. Also, what three would you go after? So what I'll say is the shocks that are going to happen on Friday and who I would go after, those aren't questions I think that I can, I can really answer in good faith. Um, but, uh, but we can, we can throw that out. If any of these rookies have a, have a thought on it, obviously putting you guys on the spot with, you know, your, 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 your draft free agency, uh, Intel, who would you go after anybody throw out one? If you guys have it, I mean, I'll go ahead and just say it. I mean, if, if we know that there's been a lot of drama going on with this faction and, you know, everything moving and shaking with them. If I'm any of the other factions, I've got my eye on Dan Merle. We know he's a clutch player. We know that he's, you know, somebody who is going to be highly sought after. So I think one big thing will be whichever faction he goes to, I think is going to definitely have a huge, a huge target on their backs as far as, you know, being the one to gun for to try to see if they can make Dan blink. I mean, Dan is Dan. I'd say if, uh, uh, I would be, it would be not intelligent for Kaiser to allow him any wiggle room. Uh, but if Robert Park is available, I don't think there's going to be anybody more angry and more ready to go than him. I, I mentioned him before, and that's for a reason. So. Rue, you think, so you think Parker still, he, all the goods that people thought he was last year, you think a hundred percent that's still the case. It, it, there was, there is no still. There is no, there's, that was never in doubt. Like it's the showdown. Like anybody can win at any time. Somebody asked in the chat, even as much as Chandru or uh, Chandru, I have never seen somebody as consistently over a long period of time BS scaled at IG than Robert Parker. Nobody. Um, active, nobody active. I, I got two people who I, I have ahead of them, but I'll leave it at that. Um, our last one here is from Benjamin Gabriel here. It says last one I can afford. Let's get it going. Ben couldn't beat Molly Damon, even if 180 days of studying. <laughs> wow. Look, you guys are crazy. You, you don't give me enough credit here. I think if I put in, if I put in the time, I, I still believe it 60 days, I'll put it to the test. One of these days, one of these times. And I don't want to hear your nonsense Goddard about you missed three questions. I wasn't studying. Yeah. I just did miss questions on the air. You learn that stuff by watching movies and reading books. Come on. All right. Um, so, uh, let's, uh, let's get this match going here. We've got a, we've got a fatal four way. I'm going to pull up the questions here, make sure that we've, uh, we've got the right one set up and, uh, you guys all ready. You guys all have uh, whiteboards. You're all ready to roll. Got them. Yeah. Everybody. All right, here we go. Let's test, test these fans metal. I keep calling you guys fans. I apologize. Rookies text these rookies metal. 
Um, Still fans. Still fans. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right. Question number one. Question number one. Let's make sure this is working here. All right, here we go. Question number one. You will find a vicious leopard named Saber in what Disney film? Got her. Don't Paul Rudd me on this one. Don't do it. Well, the funny thing don't about tempt Saber's, me. <laughs> I count you guys down here in five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. As a reminder, I didn't say it at the beginning of this. Each of you guys get one repeat the question throughout the course of these seven questions. Uh, I'm going to start with you here at the bottom. JLo, what do you got? Okay. I'm not very sure about this one, but I want to say Jungle Book with the question mark. Jungle Book is not correct, though. A strong guess. A strong mm-hmm. guess. Jacob, what do you got? Tarzan. Tarzan is correct. Rue, what do you got? I was the same way. I said the Jungle Book. The I Jungle know. Book. Okay. And James. I would do the yell, but I don't want to piss off my neighbors. Tarzan. Okay. So we got, so we got, so James and Jacob both pick up the point there. Uh, Rue and Jayla both with the first miss. So we have a uh, one to one to zero to zero. Goddard or uh, Dwayne, if you guys can keep score for me here. Just uh, so I can continue to jump between screens and read the questions here. Question number two. That's eh, a tough one. I'm going to skip that one. Question number two. Who directed the films Sense and Sensibility and The Ice Storm? Maybe that's a tough one, too. <laughs> um, all right. Got to be honest. Would you know this one? Uh, I my brain is not on right now. I woke up too early today. Four, three. Repeat the question. Two. Uh, who directed the films Sense and Sensibility and The Ice Storm? All right, we're gonna catch you guys down here in five, four, three, two. One pens down, pens down. I'm gonna start with you, James. I uh, took a wild guess. I said Paul Thomas Anderson, but I know that's not right. It is incorrect. Amaru, what do you got? I also guessed. I said Ted Demi. Ted Demi. All right, Jacob. No, she wrote it, but she, she also directed Emma Thompson. That's uh, a good guess. That's you're close on that one. And Jayla. I'm pretty. Th- I'm pretty much sure I'm showing my age when I put this answer, but I didn't have anything, so that's always a good move. That's, that's that's always a good move. Well, it's it's still even. The answer was Ang Lee. The correct answer was uh-huh. Ang Lee, and I saw Dwayne. You wrote that down. I also saw you Google it. You know, Dwayne. So you can you can admit that you're even. You know, no, I'm kidding. You didn't Google it. Uh, all right, we're going to continue going through here. So uh, we're still one one zero zero. Uh, all right, next question we're going to ask is. Name two films that feature Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper. Give you guys an extra five seconds on this one. And they're going to count you down. Ooh, we lost Jayla. Five. Oh, we lost Jayla. Four. Right. Oh, you're back. You're back. Three, two, name two films that feature both Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper. Uh, 
Which has the better filmography to you, Ben? Cooper or Lawrence? Mm-hmm. Cooper for sure. Um, because a lot of those X-Men movies are bad. I'm going to count you guys down here in five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, pens down. I'm going to start on the right side this time with you, Jacob. Uh, American Hustle and Silver Linings Playbook. That is a correct answer. Amaru? Silver Linings Playbook, American Hustle. Also correct. Uh, James? Silver Linings Playbook and American Hustle. Correct. And Jayla? What do we got here? Is that... uh... Oh, there you go. So we got I, the same answer there again. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I've done a line before many times, so that'll <laughs> that'll work. Uh, all right. Continuing continuing through here. Uh, let's see here. Um, next question: Margot Robbie and Will Smith star together in what 2015 film? It's not called The Entanglement, even though it should have been. Hmm. It's not called The Entanglement, everybody. And in five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, pens down. I'm going to start with you, Jail. I put The Suicide Squad. That is incorrect. Oh my uh, well, that's a great guess, though. You're a ye- I mean, you're one year off on that one. So, it's, oh, okay. yeah, they were both in that movie, and it was 2016. Uh, Jacob, uh, focus. Focus is the correct answer. It's the swerve there. Amaru, focus. Also correct. James, focus. Also correct. All right. How many questions? Is that four questions we've asked there, Goddard? Four questions, and the score is uh, Jacob three, James three, Rue two, and Jayla zero. All right. Our next question here is going to be how many films are there total in the Underworld franchise? I unabashedly love all of them. Yeah, you know, I've never seen an Underworld movie. No joke. Really? Count you guys, yeah, never watched one. I'm going to count you guys down in five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. I'm going to start with you, James. I'm going to kick myself if I got this wrong. Four? It's incorrect. Right, go to you, Amaru. Cinco. Five is correct. Five is the correct oh answer. Uh, Jacob. Five. Five is correct. And Jayla. I think I was a little bit too generous. I've never seen any of the Underworld movies, so don't shoot me. But I think I feel like there was one coming out every year, so I put eight. I mean, I've also never seen an Underworld movie, so I, I can't really blame you for that one. Uh, all right. I believe we have, what do we have, one question left or two questions left? Two. Two questions left. All right. Let's see. Last two questions are going to be what was the first film in which Pete Davidson was directed by Judd Apatow? 
and I'm going to count you guys down in five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, pens down. I'm going to start with you, Amaru. Uh, I guess funny people. Funny people is incorrect. Uh, James. I had no clue. I said, I love you, man. Also incorrect. Uh, Jacob. I put train wreck. Train wreck is correct. Correct answer. And Jayla. Um, I have never seen a Pete Davidson movie. So I put the King of Staten Island. That's the, I was think that would have been the guess. Actually. I feel like <laughs> most people would have guessed that movie, uh, which is Judd Apatow and, uh, and Pete Davidson. Uh, but train wreck is the, is the other answer. So, uh, all right, we're going to go with one last question here. Um, last question we're going to ask is, which Oscar-nominated film features performances by Nick Nolte, Joaquin Phoenix, Sophie Akinado, and Don Cheadle? Countdown here in five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, pens down. I'm going to start with you, James. Pretty sure I got this one. I said, we own the night. Not we own the night. Uh, Amaru. I put the wrong person in my head. I said the master. Also not correct. The Joaquin that was there, though. Jacob? Hotel Rwanda. Hotel Rwanda is correct. Hotel Rwanda is the correct choice there. Jesus. And Jayla? I put security. I don't know. I guessed it. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, that wraps up our seven questions here. Goddard, what was our score at the end of it? Uh, Jacob, six. James, three. Rue, three. And Jalen, zero. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you coming on and doing it. It's obviously just a fun scrimmage for an exhibition. These uh, these are random categories and, and, and not at the probably actual level of, you know, consistent difficulty that we would see in a match. But it's still a lot of fun to, to talk through it with you guys. And I wish you all the best of luck in the draft. So thank you guys so much for coming on the show and, and kind of sharing a little bit of your story with everybody. Thank you everybody for watching the show, for donating so we could make this happen. Hit that thumbs up on the video. I'm going to let all of these upcoming rookies in the draft get out of here and do our closing thoughts. Guys, thank you so much. Best of luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. So we have just a little bit of time left before the Schmodown free agency special this Friday. 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. What swerves will we see? Who will sign where? What storylines will we see play out? What double crosses are going to see take place? I can't wait to see what happens. Uh, the season really gets going starting this Friday at 5 p.m. So become a patron today at patreon.com slash schmodown. It is uh, obviously uh, the best thing you guys can possibly be doing on a month-to-month basis to support the Schmodown Entertainment Network with three, count them, three pay-per-views a month coming all next season plus 12 matches a month. That $10 tier is the best value that we offer. Thank you, everybody, for watching Schmodown backstage this week. A big, big, big congratulations to the player of the year, Jeff Snyder. Uh, and I hope you guys had a good time. We'll be back next week. Uh, probably probably with some people who have some fallout to discuss from the free agency special. Guys, thanks for watching the show. Schmodown backstage will return next week. Bye, everybody.
Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.